0: Sorry, guys. That's, that's jazz for you. <laughs> uh,
1: welcome back,
0: O... Oh, Cotter. O oh, uh. lovely listener who we have missed. <laughs> welcome back, O oh, Cotter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ooh, uh, I get the
0: pink pen today. Yeah. It's, uh, actually, that is a set of pens that Christy got for me uh, that I really like. This uh, this roller... What is it? The Uniball Signo. The Unibrow Signo. The Unibomber.
1: The- yeah, the... <laughs> Unab-
0: I like Unabomber. Yeah, go Uni
1: Uni Academy.
0: I just like writing things with it. Like I, I remember when she brought it home. I just wrote poop on a piece of paper a couple of times. Poop, poop, poop.
1: Actually, I like this pen, but I need something a little darker. Yeah, yeah I'm blind. Yeah.
0: We, we are back it. for another Dude's Day. Yeah, yeah. It is Good. another thing. It is. So we are doing here. Session twenty-eight. Yep, our 28th 20 eight bus. That's that's twenty-eight. Twenty-eight plus. Twenty-eight tires. Welcome back to the turn dude show. <laughs> um yeah, so uh, we are it's uh, it's the end of December. Yeah, man. It's getting kinda a little nippy outside. It's a little
1: Christmassy. We're gonna well, it's a little Christmassy.
0: Yeah. A little festive. A little festive. There's a, a bubbling bucket of beer sitting mm-hmm. across from me.
2: Festival. Looking pretty
1: good. The holiday for the rest of us? Yeah. <laughs>
2: uh, man, I never get that excited about Christmas. Nah. Not anymore. Yeah. Yeah,
1: You lose it. You you know what? You lose it as an adult. Yeah. Because the world beats it out of you. (laughs) Yeah, right. You know, and then when, like, if you ever have children, you get it back. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think so. You get get it back Mm. for a brief moment until they grow up and become bitter and hateful. (laughs) As bitter and hateful as you were. Right. And then, then, you know, it sucks for a couple years Mm -hmm. unless they, you know, start farting them out early. But then, when yeah. you have grandkids, you get to be excited about life again. You know? Yeah, that's <laughs> nice. yeah. and that's and that's American life
0: in a nutshell. Yeah, more it's or less. Just, it's just the space in between Christmases where we could be excited. It sounds like the, your enthusiasm in general waxes and wanes mm-hmm. relative to how many sure. children there are to pretend for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah,
1: exactly. That's exa- wow. That's I
0: that might be the smartest thing I've ever heard you say. <laughs> Uh, well,
2: that's a nice and depressing note to start Welcome on. everybody. How y'all
0: doing? <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: happy Hanukkah. T- yeah. It's the first day of Hanukkah today. Is, is happy, it really? Yeah.
1: It is.
2: Happy holidays. <laughs> happy Holidays. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, I, I didn't
2: realize it was here. Yeah, already. It, it's the first day of Hanukkah. Uh, starts today, ends uh, sundown on the 20th. Oh, huh, that's cool.
1: Ooh, hurry, sundown.
2: You... you better take care. <laughs> you,
0: my we should really be celebrating Hanukkah.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Hanukkah's it's, a good holiday. It seems like a good one. Yeah,
1: it is a good one. It's a good I, holiday. I, I
0: ignore it every every year.
2: Yeah. You're,
0: well, it's because you're not
2: Jewish. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. None, none <laughs> that's of us, I'm as far as <laughs> we know, are Jewish. There's
0: no Jew in me. Yes.
2: Um, no, not that I, I think I think I'm probably... I think I'm probably somewhere. Well,
1: I mean, like uh, it's somewhere down the road. I'm sure there's some Jew. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like the way you say it. (laughs) uh, No, no, this is something you can't you can't say the word Jew without it sounding like I know. Well, it's like I think there's a little Jew
0: in me. Yeah,
1: no, that's just how the word sounds. Yeah, I I think there's some Jew in me. Yeah, it always sounds like you you say it normally. It really is. I think there's some Jew in me. Yeah, it sounds. Uh, like, not yet, but would you, you like, like some? some right, <laughs> but it always comes out like I think there's some Jew in me. Yeah, it's yeah. all <laughs>
0: inflection.
1: Right, yeah. yeah. No, no, I that's not a problem. I just yeah. think maybe some Jew. I looked I, I, a great grandfather. I, I remember my um, <laughs>
2: my uh, I had a geography professor in college who referred to the Jews as Judeish people because she uh, she really didn't want to say the word Jews. Yeah, like it's it's not. It's a, it's a it's a it's a nasty word if you make it a nasty sure. word. Otherwise, it refers to Jewish people. I'll play devil's All
1: advocate right. here and say it's a great word. It sounds really good coming. Yeah. Like as it as like someone who's into linguistics and, and English in general. The yeah. Jews. It's just a, it's
0: a great it's a good word. It's a really it sounds good. It feels good to say. I've got this picture of my father looking every bit Hasidic. Yeah, <laughs> and it just cracks me up. Ooh, this is my father looks to every detail like a Hasidic Jew he's
2: just 2,000% Jewish
0: he's just (laughs) he's just missing the jerry curl (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of this that's I, all he needs. I remember when
2: I, we, this was, like, uh, for Thanksgiving,
0: and he was dressed up like that, and we are outside, and I'm like, i got to get a picture of my dad looking yeah. as Jewish as he ever has.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, I think, you know, especially when you, you lose a lot of the
1: hair, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? You tend to get there, you know, eventually. you well, got, like, a round head, and, you know...
0: The, the other interesting thing about my dad is he attends regular online Torah readings mm-hmm. and stuff with people on Facebook, like... Right, isn't he into, like, Kabbalah or something? Yeah, yeah like, like, yeah, he's into Kabbalah. He's into, like... Like mysticism and stuff. My dad's like a real seeker type. Yeah, Trisha always <laughs> said that if she was gonna pick a religion, it would be
1: Judaism because yeah. it was the one that made the most sense. Yeah, and, and like more like the myst, you know, Kabbalah, mysticism. You know what I mean, like the mystical you know, energy, you know yeah. what I
2: mean. Plus you got that sweet Jew gold. And <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And of that, course.
0: Naturally. That bag
2: of inherited Jew gold. What? Yeah. That you carry <laughs> you, with you always. You got to you got to control the media. Right. You <laughs> call this a turkey sandwich? <laughs> <laughs>
1: You, know, and you get to be, you know, you get to be shitty but not shitty. Do you know uh, what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you, like, you get a, uh, no, I don't.
0: What else this that you know? Yeah, this is this is a turkey sandwich. Uh, you, know. you know, I know, I actually know what you're talking yeah. about. It's just this sort of like an the inflection. cadence, the, yeah. yeah. It's is kind it, of like being a little dickish, but yeah. like what? What? What do they do? Can we just? Can we just? <laughs> like before we get into why we're fucked, can we
2: just throw this out? There? It's like it's like white women and Jewish people, right? right. <laughs> like that same kind of. Yeah,
1: yeah, but but Jewish people make it sound way better, like (laughs) like less annoying. It's like like it makes more sense when it comes from them. It's fetching,
0: yeah. It's like a celebrated institution of the culture. Sure, you're not being an asshole. You're just kind of mildly griping until you have an excuse to really grip about things that are usually. You yeah. know, on
1: on point, yeah. I, mean, I would say, most of the time. <laughs> Have yeah, any of us the... ever met
0: a Jewish person?
1: <laughs> no, seriously, yeah, I used to work yeah. for a Jewish okay. okay. no, uh, community. <laughs> can we just throw this out there before Why We're Fucked comes up? What did the Jews do to anybody? Yeah, <laughs> right. A, like, yeah.
0: what did they do to anybody? Oh, man, what I do, like, quote, end quote, with right. the Jews. Right. Like,
1: <laughs> what, they, like they've done historically, like, just, like, these horrible...
0: You know, millennia of persecution—they've done nothing. Everywhere they go,
1: nothing treats them like dog shit. Yeah. (laughs) Meanwhile, like maybe second to the Greeks. As 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 a group of people, they're maybe the hardest working people
0: yeah. who've ever walked the face of the sure. planet. They, I mean, they like, they like blend in everywhere. They like right. like you know like as a culture, they do well everywhere. There could right. be a
2: Jew next to you right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. No, it's just like as a culture that they, like you know, they've done they've done well in the world. They like blend in the societies yeah. and like you they've know always wear camouflage. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's the first day of Hanukkah. <laughs> but but like Okay, so I was so I was looking up the meaning of Hanukkah cuz I always, I always forget the circumstances and who did what. Um it it's it's the Maccabees leading revolt against the Seleucid Empire and and winning. It was a guerrilla war they won against the, the Seleucid Empire and they put up a bunch of Greek god statues in their in their temples so the Jews tore them all down. Yeah. And then, and then they had to rededicate the temple in Jerusalem and only had enough oil to burn for one night. But by a miracle of faith, it burned for eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, which is kind of an
1: interesting
0: story to begin with. Um,
1: yeah. Well, a, and like a practical story. It's, it's like way better than this guy got swallowed by a big fish.
2: Yeah. Right. <laughs> the lesson
1: I take from Hanukkah is have
0: extra candles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, 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 and that's I, practical.
2: Yeah. I learned two things while I was looking at this information. One is that apparently... Uh, compared to other Jewish holidays, Hanukkah is not that big a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Passover. Passover is a bigger one. Wow, um, the big
0: one that, that just passed. What was it? Rosh Hashanah? Is that the one? Passover. Yom y- Kippur. It just passed, so we passed over. We it, passed over, and now we're on to
1: Hanukkah.
2: Yeah, this is turned um, into like, how much do you <laughs> know about <laughs> Jews? And then the other, the other thing was, uh, uh, I learned, I learned that uh, <laughs> apparently. Apparently, Jewish holidays are are commonly summed up as "They tried to kill us, we won, let's eat," <laughs> no. which is hilarious. Yeah, to me. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. It's true. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, I, this is going to sound
1: really stupid, but like I've I, I watched Fiddler on the Roof uh, like a couple months ago, <laughs> and from time to time. I've been singing. uh, uh, If I were a rich man, it'll Uh, pop uh, into my uh, head. It's so fucking catchy. It's insanely catchy. I went through like a a day where I just, for like three solid hours, looked up different versions of. of people singing that song on Broadway
2: well, and yeah, it's really cool. Do you remember in NCAA how there there's like, like marching band fanfare in the main menu and the and the
3: little
2: the little sting sounds like the, sounds like the the first few notes of Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I think when we last played it and many times before we would
0: do that. Just yeah. transition into yeah. that song. Yeah, well, so anyway, thank you, Jews. Thanks, Jews. Thanks, Jews. We love you. We do. You're you're the the envy of us, anyways. Yeah, for real. Let's let's give a special shout out to the Jews. Yeah, really, on the first day of Hanukkah, a special shout out. Shout out out.
1: to, if there's anybody listening to this who happens to be Jewish. You mm-hmm. know, uh, happy Hanukkah. Um, there's, there's no joke here. I'm trying to be serious. No, yeah, I'm get... laughing
0: because there's always this like politeness about being anyone who happens to be. Right. Yeah. 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 I guess Isn't that right. like the construct we use when we're trying to be real clear real that, con, we're, real that we're being c- nice? Right. Exactly. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> anyone well, out there who happens to well, be? This is like a podcast where we regularly fuck around and joke. And, yeah. You know do. what I mean? You we know. say a lot of we say a lot of indefensible stuff on the show. Sure. Hey
2: Enjoy your week. You get some presents
0: and play some
2: dreidel.
0: <laughs> Remember bom, bom. the miracle of the
3: past bom,
2: bom. and do not fast bom, bom. but feast instead. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I want this to continue so badly. Hey,
1: Jews, <laughs> you call these bagels? <laughs> no, 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 fucking around. Um, no, Happy Hanukkah! Anybody's listening to this who's Jewish, Happy Hanukkah. Yeah. Um, you know, thank you for uh being consistently uh the people who've put up with the war the most. Yeah. And uh, and you so, know, shook it in stride. And sorry,
2: the world mm. is
0: so terrible to yeah, Jews no, truly, for no good yeah, reason. Yeah, truly,
2: yeah. That's a, that's all right because now black people picked up most of the oppression slack. Yeah. So it's, uh, I mean, you <laughs> know
0: I'm, uh, the, the tug of war is still ongoing. I'm yeah. not sure who's getting pulled. Don't in worry, the, yeah,
1: the Muslims are next. It's, yeah, they're, they're. It's it's, they're gonna it's pass cyclical. That, they're gonna pass that. It's like that it's like you poetry, you know? It yeah, runs. Rhymes. Rhymes. <laughs>
3: all
0: right. Well, anyway, anyway, we are this week, as we are every week, fucked. Yes, we are. We are fucked. We big time. Are indeed. Um, I don't know. if... I, I don't have any real... I have like a cloud of current events in my head. (laughs) Mm. We're fucked for like a bunch of reasons that all... Like separately aren't maybe that big a deal, I guess. But as a whole, it just... Yeah, it's like the world is melting. Sure. I will tell you this one, and this is not one that you're probably expecting. But I will tell you what I found both sweet and annoying this week. Is celebrities... All piling on. Oh, to that kid. <laughs> this this kid who who he got he got bullied and it probably was awful. And his mom posted a video on Facebook of him asking, you know, why do they why do they bully like like why do why are bullies mean? Why are they like this? And he's like yeah, all upset and shitty. crying. But <laughs> right. The the most. Unproportionate response I have ever seen. Oh yeah, the people went nuts. Hundreds and hundreds of celebrities tweeting and retweeting this kid. <laughs> Hold on, because he got invited to movie premieres. He got invited to stage premieres. He got invited to go to uh, you know sports games and everything by all these celebrities. Mm-hmm. He, he, he got invited to what the Avengers by what's his name that plays uh, Captain America. Yeah, what's yeah, yeah. He says he's going to yeah. be his
1: per- a personal guest. <laughs> yeah,
0: and. That's all cool, except it feels so insincere to me when sure. hundreds and hundreds of celebrities pile on the sure. cause of the week. Let sure. me let me
1: give you an addendum here. Yeah. That kid, in two or three years, might go kill himself. What? You know, well, no, just listen. Like, without all that, uh, there's, there's, oh, a, okay. there's, there's a, I a good... I think you meant now, no, 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 no,
0: having received no. all that positive attention... No, no, no. no.
1: There's a, There's a good chance that if, like, that didn't happen that kid would have went, you know, and killed himself. Yeah, you know does, I mean? The truth is you don't know. So whether it's insincere or not, you know, yeah. and I agree with you. I, I do think it's all this, you know, back padding and let's go support this kid. That's, but like, yeah. ultimately I'm thinking about the kid, you yeah. know, uh, and I was fortunate enough. I didn't, I never, I had, I had friends who were loyal who would protect me. Yeah. And, uh, so I never really had to deal with a lot of that bullying, you know, right. Younger life. And, and later on, um, but you know, like there's people who like kids who fucking kill themselves because sure. the other kids are shitty. Yeah, I it, guess I don't know what I'm really complaining about. You're complaining about insincerity, and you're, you're that's right. What, that's We're what great. it. That's what it felt
0: like. Yeah, to me. I agree. Yeah,
1: I, I like. I absolutely 100 percent agree. It totally did. It's a lot. It's that college white people pat themselves on the back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. that, You know, I'm
0: obviously happy for the kid. Sure. The kids the kid's mom is gonna lose her job from all the days off she has to take traveling around the world to, go to all these events to take him everywhere I mean she's going to be busy taking her son to every conceivable opening of every event for the next year mm-hmm. but I don't know it just it's like everyone feels real good about piling on the particular cause of the day or the week or whatever sure and I don't really think anyone's doing anything to make the world a particularly nicer place. I agree.
1: No, they're not they're not yeah. fixing the problem, but but like I'm thinking like if that kid gets some kind of satisfaction out of it, you know what I mean? Yeah. If that if that saves that dude's life,
2: yeah. You know, that's good enough. And the fact that that you know the bullies have to sit back and watch all of this happen. Exactly, which is really that's funny. that's the poetic justice to it.
1: I don't give a fuck about the other people. Yeah, I give a fuck about the fact that this kid is going to be the coolest kid ever, and the people who picked on him are now going to have to feel like shitheads every time he goes to school. <laughs> that's true. This Actually, that's this a really kid's, satisfying. Kids thought. going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know what
0: I mean? Like, like seriously, like,
3: Jesus.
1: you know.
0: That's a good point. That actually brings me a lot of joy. Mm. Is the image of all those kids just kind of sitting there stewing. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As this kid updates his Instagram every 15 minutes with a new celebrity he mm. met. It's <laughs> kind of nice. I don't know. I guess I'm just, I think maybe what it is is that I'm just feeling very cynical. Yeah. These days, yeah, and I'm having I mean, a hard time interpreting even nice things as just nice for nice's sake. Who could blame you? I mean, like we're, we're living in in the cynical times, yeah, which is great for people like you
1: and me, who are <laughs> cynical. Yeah, maybe not so great for people like Ben, who actually like find joy in
2: life.
3: Yeah,
2: at least are capable of right. optimism. For us, we're, we're like right at home. No, but uh, I, you know, but I get it. Like the thought's always in the back of my mind. Like what if what if they're not doing this for publicity, or what if they're not doing this because it's the right thing to do? But because it gets their name in the headlines, I, sure. I, I, I guarantee
0: you know, that publicists all over Los Angeles picked up their phones and said, "You got to tweet this kid." Sure. Yeah. And then they probably did that out of the goodness of their heart, but it still just kind of makes it makes me feel weird. Yeah. You yeah. know. Yeah,
1: no, it, it's 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 one of those things, man. But like, I feel like the ends justify the means there. Like, and even if like if this kid grows up to be a shithead, you know yeah. what I mean? It doesn't matter because yeah, right. like you just. Right now, he's not. He's just a kid who got fucking picked on. Yeah. Uh, who, you know, didn't deserve it. Because yeah. nobody fucking deserves it. Yeah, right. Unless unless you're an asshole. If, you're, if you just, like, are a kid who, I mean, like, we're like, oh, you said he's funny. He looks like a normal kid. He's not. Yeah. Like, f- there's nothing about him that's, like,. Yeah, he looked You're like right. a normal kid. Like, if video. I was picking on him, I couldn't... It would, I'd be, like, hard-pressed <laughs> to find something, you know. He just looked like a kid. Like, yeah, right. But, yeah. you know... Nothing really stood out on <laughs> him. We all went through that jungle that is school, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, you know, you know, do what you have to do to survive. That is... I mean, as far as, like, human interaction, mm-hmm. that was probably the shittiest time, I think, of my life. You know, cause Yeah, that was not good. Ever, nobody, nobody's nice at
0: that age. Right. You know? Yeah. Right. Uh, Nobody's like just objectively nice. Right. Everybody is nice at the right times for the right reasons at that age. Sure. Right.
1: But yeah, it's. I, I feel like the ends justify the means. There. You know. Yeah, you're probably right. Even though, even though all these people are just, I think, just doing it for the sake of doing it. I think yeah. it's okay because that kid now gets to walk into school and give the finger to everybody. Yeah. You know. Yeah,
2: like mm-hmm. I, I think it's, I think it's a little disingenuous to be like, you know. There, there's, um, there's like, uh, God, what am I trying to say? I I think, I think it's not fair to say that like, you know, oh, you know, this one thing happened and it's not solving the problem, but like, that's, this isn't the sort of thing that, that an average person would think about on a daily basis, but when it goes viral, And, and someone picks up on it and is like, oh, this, this, you know, poor kid, you know, I don't think that makes it less, uh, I don't think it makes it less genuine just for that reason, like, just because none of these people have done any, like, anti-bullying things before. Right, Right. no, right, Um, yeah,
1: yeah. I I agree, yeah, that's, that's, that could be true too.
2: Um, like, like, with the, the recent hurricanes turn up Puerto Rico, like, no one, no one would, you know, you know, maybe a person who, who, you know, wouldn't think to donate to, like, a. uh. You know, an earthquake relief fund in India would would probably do it for Puerto Rico just because it's a little closer to home and it's better covered in this part of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it doesn't make it... uh, mm, I don't know.
0: I'm thinking about, like... uh, that.
2: Honestly, you've diffused my cynicism. No, I I just, you know... Shit has to enter your personal sphere first before, you know, you got to be aware of it before you can do anything about it. Yeah, it's true, it's true.
0: Well, let's hear someone else's reason we're fucked, because I actually feel kind of better about that one, and don't <laughs> feel so fucked anymore. I
1: have two this week, actually. Uh, I, I'm going to touch on them both briefly. Uh, one, uh, one uh, I, th- I know I've talked That's what about... Uh, said. <laughs> nice. You know uh, what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? You got it. <laughs> Woo! Everybody at home? Talking about boobs. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, Thank you. No, uh, I have two. Uh, the first one is, I know I've talked about this on the show before. I uh, went back to
0: Subway. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Is the Subway we're saga going, We're going continuing back. Or? The Subway saga continues. Oh, man. Uh, what, are you, what are you doing to yourself?
1: Uh, I went back to Subway. Um, uh, I think I told you last time about the, the manager who works at the Subway by my apartment. Who is yeah. shitty all the time? <laughs> yes, and like has does. this poor attitude, makes the sandwiches wrong.
2: The the one oh the one up on um across from the
1: uh, yeah uh, like right up by uh, by the apartment complex that yeah. right on the corner yeah um yeah she uh, I, I went in she okay so let me get real specific here okay. she does this thing where like when I go in subway I have to slow the order down because as I've said before it's like yeah I want a, a BMT <coughs> on urban cheese. And yeah. Let me get uh, what kind of veggies? Oh, like oh, let me get spinach, lettuce.
2: By the way, urban cheese is a, is, is, is the only bread, acceptable. Bread. It really yeah. is it's the, the only bread. It's the only bread, right? I don't Everything
1: know why else anyway. doesn't count, right? But no, it's like you know. Uh, well, let me get uh, onions, pickles, spinach, lettuce, jalapenos. You know, and you say them all, and they'll go. Uh, okay, I got lettuce. What else? Yeah. Like, all right, spinach, onions. All right, what else? You know what I mean? Like they <laughs> yeah, have to be. Right. So yeah. I can't always...
0: remember more than two ingredients at exactly. in one time. So that's
1: what I do. I break it down into twos. So I'll go uh, lettuce and spinach, and then I'll wait. I'm gonna go green peppers and onions, and then I'll wait. <laughs> I'm gonna go all right, and then pickles and the chipotle sauce. Yeah. So she gets mad when I do that. She goes, "You could just tell." She told me the last time I was there, like, "You could just tell me." <laughs> uh, but she gets mad. She, yeah, she like she's like, "You could you, you could just say it all." So I did it. I went into Subway and I fucking just, the, the last time I was there, I threw it all at her. Yeah. And she forgot two things. And I'm like, you fucking bitch. Like,
3: you can't, like, you can't.
1: You know, and, and now I'm going to do that forever. Cause she, yeah. Because now I got her fucking number. Yeah. She's, she's like, she, like, well, it's just the, it's the fucking, the the arrogant attitude. Like, no, you don't have to slow it down for me. I can figure it out. Yeah. Obviously, you can't. You fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, because, you know... It's like, I'm not blaming you, but
0: don't get shitty with me because I'm trying to clarify and you suck. That's the thing, is both methods of ordering this should be completely acceptable. Right. If you want to say your ingredients two at a time and make sure you get the sandwich, no one gets to complain about that. Right. Well, she fucking called me out on it. The thing is, everybody else who
1: works there, all our employees, fine. Just fine. No Mm -hmm. problems. Never had a concern. Aside from the general hatred I have for Subway as a whole. Mm -hmm. And, like how I'm always right. mad when I have to go, and they're kind of yeah. like when I go into Walmart, you know, yeah. right? Yeah, just that, you know, like, uh, I fucking hate this place, you know? Yeah, I, don't know I hate I'm them here. doing it again. I right. could get exactly a
2: better sub from a different place, exactly. But
1: I don't want to drive the extra ten minutes, you know? <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's just it's fucking it's infuriating, man. <clears throat> I'm mm-hmm. like I'm getting to this point in my life where I I, I want to be that middle-aged woman with the baby carrier at Starbucks, <laughs> like, like yeah, right. talk to you. I want to talk to a manager. I want to talk to somebody ahead
0: of you. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's just like I like, I'm to the point where I want Want to submit a complaint. Yeah. And I can't do that because... <laughs> you, you, you want to submit a complaint to life.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's I would just, like to file to a life. complaint on this shit.
2: Demand to see life's manager. <laughs> it's just annoying. I don't want your damn lemons. What am I supposed to do with these? <laughs> make make life rue the day it decided
1: to give cave johnson lemons. Do you know who I am? <laughs>
0: No, seriously, you're a your point where you're just like I, all all these little inconveniences. I can't handle any of them anymore. Yeah, it's too much. It's too much. I just, <laughs> just can't do it. <laughs> on that note, I have another one,
1: um, and I'm going to show you guys a picture. Oh boy! Right? To to demonstrate this. All right. Um, oh, let's see if he answered back. Yeah, he did. All <laughs> right, so let's get on on this. Okay. <laughs> all right. So there's a post that was on the local news um about uh rival biker gangs shooting each other up last year What? Um, like the the like these here these, yeah here there were these these uh bikers that were at like a liquor store or something and rival bikers walked in oh and then God. they got into a fight and uh like the the two that were there first <sighs> who like objectively didn't start the fight uh you know got ended up dead they're dead oh, so now Jesus. these three guys from this other biker gang got you know uh tried the and they just got charge. convicted for manslaughter yeah so i made a joke i took because this is the picture on wkbn.com right so you can see my comment underneath there <laughs> this is a, So the comment I left on this yes. on this picture was look at this fat Steve Perry looking mofo. Because this guy and this is one of the guys who got convicted, I think he got sentenced to like ten years for for yeah.
0: manslaughter. Right. Um,
1: <laughs> and uh, I, I, he looks wrong, he looks like he looks like Steve Right, exactly. Not not wrong. Wrong. He looks like Steve Perry, but like tubbier. So I left this comment and it's a fucking joke, right? We can all agree that I'm just fucking yeah. around. This this guy left a comment on here, this this fucking uh, this dude. His name's Ray Dickey. It's on okay. W it's on WKBN's Facebook page. You're on
0: notice, Ray Dickey. Right. You're on, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's this
1: guy. So I left this. I this left fucking this guy.
0: But like, okay, guys, I showed you that, right? Like, that so I'm fucking around, right? Like, it, it's a joke. That looks like a joke to me, anyway.
1: This dude, this dude, this fucking asshole, <laughs> t-
0: t- tagged me in a comment. Did he write like a three page letter to you? No, he just wrote. He
1: said. Christopher, and he, like, of course he can't spell,
0: which always is, you know, English
1: major <laughs> oh, just. English always throws me off. says, Christopher, you don't look too skinny yourself. Shouldn't. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. I love when people throw ellipses into shit. <laughs> yeah. Shouldn't throw stones if you live in glass house, right? JS. I think that means.
2: Just saying. Just saying, yeah. Okay. Uh, JavaScript.
1: So, like. That's that's it. That's like he just—he's like calling me out. Like he just like the joke. This is the joke. Yeah. and the joke just went like here, way over his head.
0: Just, <laughs> like, yeah, like way. It's right. like it's he, like you're not really—you're clearly not really trying to. I'm to sorry, are to you hurt defending
2: this convict?
0: That's what I'm saying, Right. <laughs> right? It's like
1: it's like. It's like I'm trying to throw a streak down the down the sideline, and he just took a post route, and the, it just went. it's yeah. long gone.
2: Yeah, he totally did one of those things. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but, but he like. Yeah, yeah. Wow, well, football, all right? No, but he like you just didn't get it.
2: No, I got what. So
1: saying. like, but like, okay, it's a joke. I'm not yeah. like, okay, first of all, yeah, I know I'm fat. I don't, but you're missing the point. The point oh. is that I'm making a joke here. Chris, it's all right, but like, you know, like, like,
0: like uh, Chris, don't feel bad. Buddy. And second of all, like, I don't, I don't fucking care. Chris, it's all right. Don't feel bad. Uh, Dude, don't. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. don't, don't keep me going.
1: Not you, man. I know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But uh, no, it's just like it's, it's annoying. It's like, but we're talking about it like a, a convicted killer here. What are we? What are we fucking talking about? I know.
0: Like this guy killed somebody. Yeah. I'm making a joke at the expense of a, a guy who killed someone. Yeah, right. Like, what are we talking about the here? The Appropriate response to that is. Oh, shit, he look like stupid. Right, exactly. Yeah, right. And then It's done. It's a joke. Move on. So
1: he like left that comment, and I'm, this, is just, this is just me reading my fucking Facebook comments, and I just commented back, uh, I like how people on the internet are so dense that they feel like they need to come to the defense of everyone and everything. Yes, I'm fat too. How observant of you. It's a joke, homeboy. Lighten up. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just commented back and he said, you're the, you're the, you're, you're, you're the joke. You're the joke. You're the
0: joke. <laughs> no, my the joke. But like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to fucking engage in this
1: because I have more important <laughs> things to do in my life.
0: But it's like, no, <laughs> here's but, a, like, sitting there right now just doing the same thing that you did, right. which is like, oh, let him say yeah. something. Yeah, yeah right. Let yeah. Him what, him a fucking, so. what a fucking, fucking asshole, right? <laughs> but all
1: right. And here's the thing. I have, uh, like, I, I, I'm left to center, right? All right. Yeah. I'm, I, I always, a lot of my stuff is, you know. Yeah. I have a lot of like liberal beliefs and nobody is shitting on liberals more than I am yeah right for mm. not being able to take a fucking joke I'm a guy yeah. who like prides yeah. himself on taking like making jokes and taking jokes yeah And I'm always shitting on liberals. Of course, you know, you like, I did some snooping like you do whenever you're in an argument on Facebook with somebody. (laughs) You looked him up? Yeah, I looked him up. He's one of those don't tread on me guys. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) Please don't step. (laughs) (laughs) Go around. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's one of those, you know what I mean? Not a fan of the stampedes, to be honest. I will say, I will say, like, objectively speaking, liberals can't take a joke as good as conservatives can. But then you got people like this guy. Who, like, just missed the entire point. It's, cha-
0: it's changing. <laughs> no one can take a joke No
1: one can take a joke anymore. No one can take a joke. It's, it's, no it, nah. take a joke.
0: And, you know, I think why is for a long time uh, conservatives were real tired of liberals never taking a joke. And mm-hmm. now they've learned that if they also learn not to be able to take a joke, that they get to act you know morally superior, too. Sure. Sure. Yeah. But the, the thing is, he's not, he's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? And yeah. like, not
1: stupid, like, no, I don't care if you just, like, use shorthand online. but he on didn't get the joke. Stupid. Like, I have I have just, like, there's the, the, this mental tick in my brain about when a joke doesn't land, it just... Yeah. It, it, I, yeah, right. It, it makes my eye twitch. It's like, like when you, you go, go in
0: for a shake and someone gives you the fist. It's like, what? it just doesn't sit well, well for the and rest And the other of... thing is,
1: I got, I got likes on the post, so obviously other people picked up on the joke, yeah. Yeah, but right. you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck, man? Like... And you're like calling me out. I'm like, who? Yeah, I know I'm fat. I don't fucking care. That's
0: not the point, you idiot. Like, you're tough crowd. Yeah, tough, tough, crowd. tough crowd, right? You, you need know. to be nicer
2: to people. Yeah, what you an
0: ass- asshole. I, you are. I, what I love about this conversation is if you distill it down to its essence, it is this man is fat. And then someone else says, you too are also fat. <laughs> right, exactly. Right, exactly. And then, and then you saying, basically, uh, I recognize but he, but that. But he is a bad man. Right, yes, exactly. And then, and then him, him saying, but you are not funny. Right, that's that's you know that's and that's the pulse of it. That's the
1: pulse of it. But like, it's not even him saying you are not funny. It's him saying, uh, yeah.
0: "You are. I, I don't do not take you seriously. I don't.
1: I don't know what you're going for here. So I'm going to try and insult you." Yeah, that's, right. that's what he's doing. He's like, "I don't understand why this is funny." Yeah, a joke. Joke. You're the joke, right,
2: yeah. man? I sure showed that yeah. square. Hey. I bet all the fellas down at Archie's are gonna <laughs> right. it's just really crash up over this. It just
1: fucking irked me. So, like, uh, I, I'm fucked. I'm personally fucked because Subway sucks, and then there's people like Ray fucking Dicky walking around. <laughs> You're on
0: notice, Ray Dicky. Fuck you, Ray Dicky. are to take a yeah. joke, Ray Dicky. You could suck my Ray
2: Dicky. Would be a Ray Dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ugh. Ben, why are we fucked? <laughs> uh, so we are, we're fucked because, uh, uh, in spite of uh, recent good news, the fact that the, the incels subreddit was recently banned completely from, from Reddit. Wipe it off the face of the internet. Um, incels still exist. They've mm-hmm. just found other holes to crawl mm-hmm. into, like uh, like, uh, like, you know, like chucking a grenade down a spider hole you you know you'll get most of them and you'll destroy the spider hole but the remaining spiders will find some other place and make a new hole yeah and it's probably 4 chat
1: yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> believe it or not believe it or not there's actually like like just you know old school like bbs forums yeah. you know mm, my um and fucking uh i uh, i think i think there might be a new subreddit with like a disguised name um, um, the, the, the thing that sucks about these
0: motherfuckers is they explicitly talk About raping people, but they use coded language. They call it "rope." Did you know that they call rape "rope" so they can talk
2: about rape? Yeah, I've I've heard of that. They're like not
1: fooling
0: anybody, and And it's it's also incredibly creepy. Yeah,
2: yeah. So, so for anyone who doesn't know, um, "incel" is is short for involuntarily celibate. Uh, It is a noun used to describe someone who has never had sex, but not by choice. Um, The unfuckables.
0: Yeah, um, the, the lowest cast of the internet uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: system. Yeah, um, the, and and perhaps some might call them kissless virgins, <laughs> <laughs> and perhaps not even unfuckable uh, because of anything but their personalities. Yeah, they just have they just have real real she personalities. They might look okay. They might you know. Yeah. Um, Although my suspicion is they don't smell great. Probably um, not. Um, but they decide to blame this on 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 genetics and the fact that women are are predisposed to men with superior genetics and that they are they are therefore uh, subhuman.
1: Oh, you mean like the rest of the animal kingdom? You know, people people like the rest of the animal kingdom like mates with good genetics or just. People who are
2: washed, but but that's that's (laughs) that's, yeah, that's the trouble. It it doesn't have anything at all to do with genetics. It has to do with these guys being scumbags, striking out, giving up, and resenting women for it. Right. Um. So it's uh, yeah, the fact the fact that they still exist, and the fact that you know it's so it's super easy to find posts about. I saw one about uh uh you know why can't we marry girls at like 4 years old and groom them uh, you know to adulthood oh my God. so that way that they you know and it you know it's
0: insane shit
2: like that we're fucked because there are actual people who think that way and and uh they have a community yeah uh wow. in which in which these ideas can can fester and grow like a mold yeah and and pollute the the collective respiratory tract of the internet Part of the corruption of their logic, and I just want to pit incel logic
0: against incel logic for a second, <laughs> uh, is that they seem to think that it's almost like a human
2: rights issue—that the, <laughs> they yeah. deserve to get their dicks sucked. Everyone is entitled to sex, which is not the case. But if that—if that is—if that is, you
0: assume it is the case, then why can't they just compel each other to bang each other? Right. Why aren't the incels banging well, the incels? Well, I mean, they're not fags. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm saying. I think there should be established. Well, there's well, right.
1: Well, there you go. Like, I mean, that there's your conundrum. It's like, well, we're still attracted to women, but well, fuck women.
0: You know, but just do a glory hole situation. Right. Get them all in a, like an apartment building together. Get right. a job
2: and buy a hooker like the rest of us. Great, How many massage parlors are in this area? It's
0: <laughs> it's Let's just go. so stupid the no. The idea that you're entitled just by your existence to someone wanting to fuck you, yeah, and and for what, or even if not wanting, just they have to because yeah. you
2: want and it and to be. and for why to pass on your genes, <coughs> you just you by their logic their genes are inferior, so why would they want to? <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> it's 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 such a fucking. I mean, and of course there is no logic to it. It's 100 no, percent desperation. It's yeah. Smelly. Uh, <laughs> fucking disgusting desperation. Just people with bad attitudes yeah. and bad lives. Bad, yeah. yeah. Bad, bad, the bad lives. That's what boiled like, Living in a crawl space with, right. with fucking hentai posters yeah. on the wall, jars of their toenail clippings. <laughs> I
0: know we just talked about how bad <laughs> bullying is. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, but now but these again, people deserve to be bullied. Come on, I, it's when you when you let that kind of ugly shit out into the world, you yeah. get what's
2: coming back. Sure. sure. If you're, it, you can be. You could be ugly on the outside. Um, uh, one of, One of my one of my clients who I do who I do radio with has a has a saying that I love. Uh, Beauty is only skin deep, but ugliness is to the bone. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. It's which true. which is totally true. It's one hundred percent true. Oh, you got him. Did I get it. You did. No, oh, he's still here. A truly ugly person is ugly all the way through. I got him.
1: Oh, you got it. Yep, he nice. was was on that butt end of the cigar. So tired of bugs. All, yeah. all the
2: way, all the way from surface to soul. Yeah, uh, 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 an ugly person is u- a truly ugly person. It's so they've ugly recongregated. All the you're saying they've found they, each They're other recongregating, and uh, yeah, oh, of course they have. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure they PM each other and and regularly. Like I'm sure there's someone out there right now, right fucking now, who who has been for the past ten years. Uh, uh, taking turns with another person who lives on the opposite end of the country, and they both take turns role-playing as women to get their fucking rocks off. And wow. they've been doing this for ten years, every night. It's like prison. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that awful scene in they've the got, first
0: they've, or the fourth season of House of Cards, where got Lucas a, is talking to dude through jerking off from the yeah, top
2: bunk. I know. They've got a they've got a, a shoebox next to the desk. <laughs> oh uh, yeah. no! Oh,
0: god, I don't dude. want to think uh. about
2: the come box anymore. Nah. Oh, no.
0: Oh god! Don't. The worst thing I learned uh, on the internet in a long time was but, that box.
2: But that's why we're fucked. Is, is is is? I guess why we're fucked is people can't take responsibility for having ugly fucking personalities. Yeah. For yeah. For sure. And and uh, can't can't see their way into uh, a lot of life. I gotta yeah. be real with you. Yeah, um, real, man. I gotta be real, real talk. Later. I'm almost Get smart. Get real. I'm almost Get thirty. Yeah. And what I'm coming to realize is, sex is kind of okay. It's not the best thing in the world. Yeah,
0: you know, it's like it's, it, it was, I think that or a really good pizza. at uh, Either one.
2: Yeah. I think. <laughs> I think. I think. The, I think the best sex is at the end of a night where like everything has gone right. Like you've gone to. Like a wedding reception or a party, you got some real good food. Maybe you know you had a few drinks. Yeah, uh, you came home and and watched. Uh, I don't know. You came home and watched Firefly or something. Two hours and, of cops um, until you yeah. until you decide. <laughs> Look, let's just take each other's clothes off. Yeah, that's that's what it is. It's 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 a good end to a to a good day.
1: Yeah,
2: I think or a I... good start to a good day. Sure, <laughs> or a good middle dude, a, a, a good after lunch social. Yeah, doing uh, <laughs> do a good day. I, Afternoon
0: I, delight. Thinking about it, I think sex is like any other thing that if it is absent completely in your life, you starve for it. Yeah, but better. but if but, you have it around,
2: you don't you don't put it on a pedestal. It's another part of your. Yeah, life. Yeah, at the same time, I think I think it's <clears throat> I think it's a little overrated. I don't know if it's overrated.
1: Well, well I would go say, without I would, it for a really long time. Yeah, I, think so. I would say overrated, but I, <laughs> I would say that uh, I, I would say that it's uh, it, it's a drive, it's a base drive, like breathing or eating. Oh, well, sure, or, well, yeah, yeah, like you know, like, like, eating. like eating. Yeah. yeah. I think
0: it's like eating. All
1: right. right, it's well, well, I mean, it is like
2: eating. Yeah, you know, talking <laughs> of about yeah. is eating. Yeah. But no, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's
1: it's it's a drive, and it's, much
2: and much like eating, I prefer ranch on everything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway. <laughs>
0: I guess we'll be back. Yeah, we could yeah, we could take a
2: little break here. <laughs> I call it I call it the Hidden Valley experience. Uh, yeah, da, 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 da. Boink. Uh,
0: let's take a little break here. We will come back with what we are smorpin and what we are dorpin'. Hey, we are back. We are back. Right. Yeah, I was just <laughs> say. We are, we're Welcome we're back. back. We're well, uh, we're back. now back. We're back. In fact. Oh, uh, my God, I couldn't. There we go. Couldn't push that beer off. We got a little, little baby hands. I know. It must be the baby. <laughs> These little teeny little baby hands with sausage fingers. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> you know, what I was thinking about the other day, and this is totally off topic. You ever see those things where it's like a chemical peel for your feet? Yeah. You put your feet in the bags with the weird liquid, and then yeah. your peat, your feet just start peeling, <laughs> and then your peat, well, <laughs> your feet start feeling. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that might be
1: fun to do. Yeah, I always like... wanted to do the blackhead mask for my face, like the big one that comes off.
2: Aubrey's wanted to do that with me for a while. I want to do it. Is I that really the is that the
1: it. Uh, the green thing, or what am I thinking of? No, it's the it, it's an actual like it's black. Yeah. It, it, it's like this. It, it turns into you know, this. Goes on wet, and then it turns. <laughs> <laughs> it goes on wet and it turns into this hard, like, um, rubbery kind of like thing that you peel, and it takes the oil and the blackheads out of your skin. No kidding. Mm. Mm. Yeah, like, but it's also—it's basically like putting
0: low-grade peelable duct tape on your face. <laughs>
1: yeah, right. Sucking all the oil that out. That
0: sounds it. all right. Yeah, I'd do that. I yeah. want to do it. I want to peel my face off. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, topic for this week. Oh no. No. <laughs> we have something else to do. Yeah. Now, I almost skipped the best part of the show. How are they going to enjoy it unless they know what we're smorpin' and, and what, what we're dorpin'? dorpin'. Yeah. yeah. What, we're, what we're... I'm so out of other words it's for all this. Right. It's alright. Yeah, we're done. Smurfing and dolphin. Yeah, we're, we've already done all of them. It's, it's over. over. It's over. I mean, Man. Like,
1: like... We had 28 episodes. We had a good
0: run. <laughs> I wish we... We really should put a little energy into thinking of... Better things, better now. names yeah. for smart but Endorphin. Yeah, but I'll start because mine is boring. Uh, I am still quit uh, from cigarettes. Today Good. is the three week. Is it three weeks or is it four weeks? That's it. I think it's three weeks. Three weeks sounds right. I think it's three weeks. That's, it? that's it. Well, well, you know. I mean, it's right. you know, feeling a lot better. You know, I've put a lot of work into it. That's right. Yeah, well, you know, I uh, I, I also uh, gotten into doing a little walking. You know, that's right. That's right. Oh, well you know I also kind of starved myself so I can you know improve my health on several fronts that's right
1: well, you know, I mean, I,
0: uh, I also hate myself. Yeah. Um, so I am still on the e-cig. That's the annoying noise that you keep hearing. The robot dick you're sucking on. The robot's dick I'm sucking on. You're just sucking on that robot dick. In my head, that was such a funnier joke. Yeah. Where it was like, yeah, just every couple hours, this robot comes in and I have to suck his dick. But at yeah. least I'm not smoking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> never panned out. That joke, but uh, so I am smoking the robot dick still. Well, it has a pleasing blueberry flavor. Yes, and uh, I am drinking something that is always reliable: George Killian's Irish Red. Yeah, and his famous Irish Red. His famous Irish George Killian. He brewed it for his many friends, if I'm I remember little... correctly. You're gonna blast on this little robot dick here. If yeah, have you know a little blasty You're blast, blast that on that you? robot dick. Yeah.
2: George, vape Killi- <laughs> nation. <Nesh. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> The one I'm Oh god. The George Killians, the one with the horse. Yeah, the one with the, the horse. The one on with it. the horse. Made a made a real horse. Mhm. Mm. I would drink it if it was horse. All right. It's delicious. Oh, have back. you have either of you ever eaten horse? No, have no. you? No, I was I <laughs> I'm am I'm, I'm just very curious all of a sudden how horse meat. Tastes. I've, I've eaten bear. Well, if, if, I mean, like if that's real, yeah. I don't yeah. think those are at all similar in texture or, or well, consistency. They would both be gamey. I would. Assume, I think. If you I would assume
1: horse is really gamey and stringy. I, I, I
2: would think bear would be a little fattier. Yeah. Well, it is. It yeah. is,
1: but it's it's still stringier. It's it's game. Yeah. It's definitely wild game. But mm-hmm. yeah, it, it does hmm. have some
0: fat on it. I would think fat bitch. if you ate Spaghettios between the months of May and September of like 2013, you probably had horse. I'm <laughs> yeah. pretty sure there was some horse in there. Mm. I can't remember. I can't remember. Someone got meat recalled because there was horse. Yeah. In there. Oh, this was
2: this was, um, this was uh, a year or two ago. It was Tesco in the UK. Ah, that's uh, it. Was, oh, was, um, was selling uh, uh, beef uh, uh, when it was actually horse meat. Mm. <laughs> Uh, no, it's, it was, you know what's great was, about there that? There was quite a row about it, if I do recall. What I love about that
0: is you couldn't possibly have fucked that up by mistake. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah it's right. not like they're going down the chute and you go, yep, cow. 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 Oh, shit, horse! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> like, cow. Somebody. Cow. Lanky cow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Weird cow you, with a funny mane. You put him in the big cement mixer blender. <laughs> 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 and and all this goes <laughs> in and some hopes come flying out. Right That's how now. it works, right? Yeah, yeah I think
1: so. <laughs>
0: there's like some, like some grizzly crypt keeper looking oompa loompa guys outside a big vat that just says meat, and it
2: comes out in like a tube at the end. Tim Burton presents Upton Sinclair's The Jungle.
1: What do you get when you grind up a horse? <laughs> uh, you repackage it and sell it as beef, of course. <laughs> I don't know,
0: but it. what if you get caught by the law?
2: Then that's when you issue a recall. You won't catch the worst of it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> alright, alright, alright. Hey, we're alright today. Yeah, hey, we're on, right. we're on. Right. Yeah, we're, we're alright. Right. Right. Do really cool. you it's cool really
2: think here. you would ever eat horse? <laughs> Opa, loopa,
0: des. Yes, yes, yes.
1: Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, I am Alright, uh, I am yeah. smoking uh that uh, Cafe Colombian Mocha that doesn't really taste like mocha pipe tobacco from Havana House.
0: How long have you had
1: that now? Uh, I just got it last week. It's oh, okay. okay. Yeah, so I, I finished the other one. I, I, bought, I bought significantly you know, fewer ounces of tobacco this time so I don't have to work on it for months.
0: It occurs to me, if you want, you could probably use the vacuum sealer in my kitchen to seal that bad no. boy up. Ah. Yeah, keep it for fresher for a little longer. Yeah.
1: Ah. Ah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm smoking that. I'm also drinking uh, more of that LaFrog. <laughs> smoking it. LaFrog. Yeah, I got, uh, I got the LaFrog 10-year. LaFrog. And I'm drinking uh, Miller Lite, my staple. Hell yeah. He
2: was a good friend of mine. <laughs> uh, well, I am not shamanizing anything this week. I've had cigars the past couple weeks. So I decided yeah. to give it a, well, a little break. Uh huh. <coughs> vacation from La Perla. Um, La Perla. But uh, uh, today was oh, the first yeah. like honest to goodness snowfall we've had this season. Yeah. Um, and it's it's fucking cold out. It was twenty degrees earlier yeah, it was around cold. like around like three in the afternoon. Yeah. Um, so I decided this is the best time to get. Uh, the Great Lakes Christmas Ale. Yes, it is. That it is. And you know what, what a fantastic beer this is? This featuring, is a featuring a little green wagon full of, full of red Christmas bulbs. Of, very of all the
1: great Christmas ales that come out this time of year, that is my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's
2: it, very good. It, it, it. it it almost over delivers on the spicy notes, but it manages to do it without being too sweet. Yeah. Which I really like. Too there, sweet. Um, there is, there's a little bit of uh, it really does warm the belly.
0: A little bit of a story around this, which I'm sure you know, I think we've talked about it, but not that long ago, maybe a couple of years ago, the brewmaster from Great Lakes left to go join Thirsty Dog. Yo. Yeah.
2: And uh, they started I doing. I a, mentioning
0: that. Yeah, I think they're doing a Christmas ale right now that has a lot of notes of the original Great Lakes Christmas ale, and this is slightly different than it used to be. I don't taste the difference, but that's what people have to say about it. I think it's a, a fantastic beer. Yeah. Uh I, I, I love it every year. I look forward yeah. to it coming out. Sure. Well, and I'm a Scotch drinker, and and craft
1: beer drinkers and Scotch drinkers are similar in that. Mm-hmm. We like to pretend that we know more than we do.
0: Um, <laughs> we're, t- we're twats. Yeah, yeah right, right. right. Exactly. That's why it's you a, know it's a little bit pretentious to to get that into anything you like. Sure. Well, that's you the know. thing. Well, we're, we're like we did
1: this. The smoking and drinking thing was a. Uh, like a uh, a spoof on like we are smoking you know but yeah, like, right that's actually what we're doing every week you know that right They're yeah like, well, right well
0: well, well, well like but it's not it's no longer well, in jest we're just we don't, we're just sit, we don't sit around it. jacking ourselves off talking
2: about notes we did yeah, a, we,
1: we did an entire episode where we did just that yeah, <laughs> yeah. yes yes right. but
2: in our in our daily lives we we go to like i've been drinking molson ice lately yeah, yeah right like oh i like, like awesome. it, that's a, a good a, shitty beer. Again, it goes back to. Uh, it's actually not bad. Uh, no, that's what I'm saying. It's a, a good, good, shitty beer. a good beer. shitty beer. Yeah. But it goes back to. Uh, it goes back to that old analogy of you know you can you can enjoy a twenty dollar steak, just as you know, and you can enjoy a, a two dollar cheeseburger just as much. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, it's not a. Man, I want a cheeseburger now that you said that. <laughs> it, it helps to. It, it always helps to appreciate something, but it's it's when you put other people down for what they like. Yeah, when yeah, you turn into a twat. Right. Yeah, uh, you know it's it's funny because we got this. Uh, we got this. Uh, one of my coworkers. I don't. I don't drink domestics. I drink micro-crafted, whole grain, <laughs> uh, 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 free-range beer. Free-range. Free range, yeah. Free-range beer. <laughs> organic beer.
0: It's given room to roam around. They roll the barrel around the field a couple times a day. Certified vegan beer, gluten-free somehow. Yeah, that's a thing too. That is, that's a thing. Gluten-free beer. How do
2: you make gluten-free beer? That shouldn't be possible. It's, it's
0: in what you're. It's in what you're fermenting. Believe it or not. Hmm. Uh, I don't. So, like rice, I believe has gluten. Wheat has gluten. Wheat. Grains in general have gluten, including yeah. barley and hops. Right. I, mean, I know there's something that they use. I want to say it's like a. Uh, Oh, it's um, it's sort of like the way that uh, stevia is a sweet plant without sugar or, yeah. or whatever. They use something that's like got sugar, but not uh, not like glutinous. It's not a GMO, carbohydrate because I, I can't eat GMOs. Beats the fuck out of me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can't eat GMOs. It's gonna alter my DNA, man. <laughs> <laughs> man. Yeah, oh God, yeah. you know what? That's that's something we should probably do one time on. Uh, Goose chase, the uh, GMO thing. GMO. I was yeah. big.
1: I was big into the organic, non-GMO thing for a while, and yeah. then when like you. Like... Take the trip down the rabbit hole on that. Yeah, it, GMOs and Bill GMOs, for a few minutes. Let's just throw the let's get this out of the open. It's fine to eat GMOs. Yeah, it's fine. It's actually going to save the human race, Vir- probably. So like, yeah, virtually just be okay with
0: it. Virtually every <laughs> single thing we eat is a GMO exactly. in somewhere or right. another. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. The exactly. process of breeding things modifies them. Sure, right. yeah, exactly. Uh, it's only when you call it a GMO that it sounds weird and sciencey.
2: Yeah, right. it's yeah. When I think I feel like <laughs> when a stupid person thinks of a GMO. <laughs> they, they they think of it as being a, like a genetically modified organism. They think of it as like a comic book serum injected yeah, right. into like a banana. Yeah, and a banana grows a bicep. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think yeah, I think yeah. that's what I think that's what stupid people think when right. they hear the term genetically yeah. modified like, organism. Like, uh, they, like they think the incredible hulk. Sure. Like, <laughs> I was big
3: in
1: it. I was bigger than the like or you're like, oh they're fucking with it, you know. Take a dive down the rabbit hole, folks. Like do do your own research. It's yeah. I yeah, it's, it's, you're it's, right. It's going to save it's us. It's going to save us ultimately because we're running out of a lot of shit. And We've bad. got a lot of people, and they're all hungry. Right. Exactly. That's
2: not to understate the importance of knowing what it is you're putting into your sure, body. Sure. Yeah. Of course.
1: I mean, but, like I like to start out with a big shot of Asian orange every day. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> shooting. Yeah. Butt. Right.
0: Listen to us giving health advice. Yeah, right. But but keep in mind, <laughs> you're gonna die one day anyway. Right. Yeah. No matter what you do. I had a guy sitting next to me today at the bar, and he's a friend of mine. But it was I was up at the club for visiting my grandpa. I'm I'm sitting next to me.
1: He's a friend of mine. Yes,
0: exactly.
2: It's me, my He's talking about GMOs. (laughs) He's
0: sitting next to me. You know, he's getting drunk and real drunk, and he's telling me, you know, you gotta watch. He's telling me I gotta watch my diet. So one of these days you're gonna. And I'm like, you know what? You're fucking drunk as a skunk right now. You're gonna tell me how to live my life. (laughs) All right. I was like come Not on, your man! you're robot livers now. I don't care. It's like I get it. I'm fat. Leave me alone. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. Let's move on to our our main topic yes. here. Um. This is this is something I just kind of I just wanted to talk about, and it's it feels appropriate as we're moving into winter. We're going to be spending increasingly
2: more time indoors, right? Sure. We're going to have to find more ways to occupy our time. I don't know if you can spend any more time indoors than I do. <laughs> I think even more. <laughs> yeah, I know, me either. Um, I'm just going to start chucking my trash out the window instead of taking it to the dumpster. <laughs> yeah, right. Install a little line to just run it out. Um, shit, that's a good idea, man. Not a bad idea. Oh, shit, Aubrey's here. She's here to get those records. Oh, boy. Oh, you went? out, Yeah, literally. Well, is yeah. the
0: door unlocked? It should be unlocked.
2: Let's find out. Yeah.
0: Let's all go to the um, lobby. The records? What, which? Huh? Why don't we take a little break and figure out what the hell's going on here? I don't want to move on to the main topic. No, we don't move on to the main topic. This is... Oh, the record's for me. I
1: think so. Ooh, there's records. Dave, you're on your own. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. No, you're on your own. No, I, we make I, can't, it interesting. I can't do it by myself. I make it
0: interesting. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Dave actually left me here to host this podcast by myself. <laughs> I don't know what to Oh my god, I feel like I'm just gonna default to just explaining my surroundings. I got I got almost nothing. Um Wow. Okay. Uh, I had I had a dream recently that uh, that my grandma uh, my grandma's dead. She came through my front door. That was really alarming. Because um, she's been dead for like 10 years. I dreamt she just walked right into my house. And I was like, oh my god, that's my grandma. And then I woke up. I was so startled. Oh my god, I have nothing here. I mean, I guess I could just kind of keep doing this. You don't want to listen to this. Uh... <clears throat> Made um, made some nice new purchases recently. We got uh, new microphones for the podcast, which is actually really exciting. because uh, we've for a long time here, we've been doing this same podcast and even our YouTube show. We've been doing with just uh, this single Blue Yeti microphone, and the sound's not quite ideal. So we're looking forward to probably early in January, we're gonna do a second wave of this podcast with better audio, and that's a big improvement. We're really excited about it. We got a great deal, so. Uh, it's really going to change the show, I think. Um, God, I had another dream. Oh, God, what was that other dream I had? I had a dream where I had... I, I think I told... I think I told it on... No, I did tell it on here. When I had to buy Christie's stepbrother roller skates. And then Oprah was there, and Oprah and Whoopi Goldberg both helped me buy the rollerblades. So it was like a really weird thing, and I thanked Oprah and Whoopi for helping me buy the rollerblades. I think I told it on this show already. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm no longer alone again. Um, what, what are you talking about? I was about? just talking about weird, a weird dream I had. <laughs> I, I just got two boxes of records delivered to me. What exactly happened just now? Oh, I, I just got a
2: delivery of like 100 records. Aubrey's, Aubrey's huh? uh, father had records he was trying to get rid of and... Uh... Okay. We have, we have given them to Chris.
0: Yay! Well, now that you're back, do you want to hear about the dream I had? Nope.
2: <laughs> okay. I'll listen to it later. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, so what's this topic? Oh, my God. I'm going to probably end up cutting all that No, up. don't cut it. Keep no, it. no. Uh, that was really weird. I just, I did not know what to say. Yeah, <laughs> just keep it. Just keep it. All That's right, <laughs> let's go. Moving on. Yes. <laughs> <That's> so insane. <laughs> um. So... It's winter, Mm -hmm. Um, and we're going to be spending more time indoors. It is chilly out there. We're going to be spending more time indoors. We got to find ways to entertain ourselves. Uh, You know, and I thought it might be a nice time to talk about. I know we generally sometimes do, uh, but I would like to talk about all of our favorite movies. Mm. It's one thing that we really haven't dedicated like a whole episode to. We've done it in parts. Yeah, we have. We never, never really... really sat and talked sure. about all of our favorite if, movies.
1: I would like to I would like to say um if you weren't going to do the if anybody else wasn't going to do this topic
0: at some point, I was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's been on my radar. I just didn't want to do it too close to like a music topic, so. Yeah. Right. We, we obviously we all really like movies and we even yeah. like videos about movies. Yes, we do. Yeah, yeah right. Big yeah. fans of like Red Letter Media sure. and stuff like that. Uh, and I just thought it would be cool now that we're moving into the winter time here to talk about some of yeah. our very favorite movies. yeah, It's kind of like a recommendations episode if we haven't all seen it.
2: You know, I, whatever I, uh, the movie is. I haven't watched nearly as many movies as I should. I need to remedy yeah. that for sure. But yeah. Yeah. Me too. I'm, I'm more of a TV guy, and I'm pretty light on movies. I'm, so, I'm a huge movie guy. I'm, I'm, a, a, I'm, a, I'm a video fan. game guy, so we yeah. got all three bases. Yeah, yeah like I say I, right. like,
1: uh, I like good TV, and I love good video games, but, you know, the older I get, I'm
2: a... So... Whenever we talk favorite movies, one movie for me always comes to mind, and that is Collateral. It's a great movie. Uh, <laughs> starring a great... starring Jamie Foxx That's and a Tom Cruise. Man. Yeah. Um, it's so good. It's Michael Mann. Um, you might remember him from another phenomenal movie called Heat. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, which I was awake for 95% of, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's a long one. <laughs> yeah. Heat, um, Heat uh, uh, incidentally, is the, the
1: movie featuring the greatest shootout scene in movie history. Oh, God. Yeah, it's...
2: it's, it's, it's it's special. Yeah, it's, it's something really good. Everything you know about, like everything you, you think of when you think of a bank heist, like you know, robbers in suits firing machine guns and all, yeah. that comes from that. Come, one, that comes from the Italian Job, and two, that comes from Heat.
0: Yeah, yeah, right.
2: Like that's that's all. It's crazy how influential a movie can be. Oh yeah, for sure. like
0: it can spawn
2: you know that that sort of story
0: archetype in every other subsequent yeah. telling of anything similar.
2: Um. Yeah, and uh collateral's, collaterals great. It's the story of uh, Jamie Foxx who is a cab driver who picks up Tom Cruise who is a hitman and is being held hostage by him as he goes around LA uh, killing guys. Um, you know, it's a it's a it's all about it's all about just, you know, being afraid to die and making something of your life, you know. Um, it's a great movie. Uh, but uh, uh, recently uh, I've been trying to get Aubrey to watch one of my other favorites, which is Blade Runner. Oh, man. Um, that's a fucking... I just
0: watched that not that that's long
2: That's a fucking... Film. For the first time? Or no, for, okay. I rewatched watched okay. it. But, <laughs> but Christie had not seen it, yeah. I don't oh, think. Classic, yeah. Yeah. Aubrey yeah. hasn't seen it either. Yeah. And and I want her to so much because I'm, I'm really... It takes a lot for me to like a sci-fi movie. Yeah. It's got to have a bigger purpose behind it. And whether that's, you know... Whether that's the you know Star Trek: The Next Generation, you know, yeah. exploring our place in the universe. Whether that's uh, the day the Earth stood still. Yeah, That's uh, pro- uh, one of my dad's favorite sci-fi movies ever. Um, it's it's got to have some kind of purpose behind it. And Blade Runner, not only uh, uh, just, I, I think Philip K. Dick described it as like they reached into his brain and pulled out what this world looked like right. in <laughs> exactly. his head. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Um, it. it, it, it being a visual marvel yeah. on the one end, and then also just having, like, one of the best final acts of any movie well, I've ever right. seen. Well, I
1: mean, uh, and without spoiling anything, if, if nobody at home has seen it, uh, maybe yeah. the single greatest
2: monologue ever delivered uh-huh. on film. And he, yeah. uh, and he made that up. Yeah, absolutely, he, um, yeah. he rewrote the that monologue, Rucker Howard did, and uh, and uh, wow. and uh, delivered it without anyone else knowing, yeah. so the legend goes. Um, and it's, yeah, it, it's and it's arresting. Children. Yeah, it is. It's an incredible
0: story of what it means to be a, a person, or
2: a human, or an individual. What it, what it right. means to exist. Yeah. What, right. what it means to know that you're alive. Self awareness. And and, and sure. the things that that you experience are are your own. Sure. I think the best science fiction does this thing of translating,
0: you know, some very like core, central human truths through a complicated scaffolding of like future tech. Right. Or like you know like. Uses that tech to find ways to express things to us that right. we that, that we hadn't thought about that way. The original yeah. Star Wars
1: trilogy comes to mind. Mm-hmm. The the uh, really light, the lightsaber fights mm-hmm. are a really good uh, example of um, a delivery system of struggle. It, like internal sure. struggle, yeah, right. Sure, it, it but just being shown to you, you know? yeah.
2: Very, very good presentation of of what would otherwise be a basic and unremarkable story, Correct. if it wasn't for the fact that it was it was directed and 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 shot by by masters of the craft. Right, right. Worth mentioning that very soon Amazon is going to be dropping
0: uh, just on the note of Philip K. Dick. They have a series coming out called I Electric Saw. Dreams. I am so excited. <laughs> mm, it but, looks so fucking good.
1: Uh, really, I mean, anything Philip... Any movie that I can think of that was a Philip K. Dick adaptation is... They're all good. They're all
2: good. Uh, yeah. um, uh, Total Recall.
1: Total Recall. Scanner Minority Reports. Minority, Report. Minority Report. Scanner Darkly. That's the I one always I forget I
2: Total Recall is a dick story. Yeah, yeah right. Really, yeah, I'll um, tell you a dick
1: story. A, right. <laughs> yeah. No, Scanner Darkly, which... Yeah, you know, like breaks my head. That's a, a really good. Well-acted. There's more we're forgetting about, by the way. Yeah, like, I know. I there's can't plenty. Remember there's what plenty. They are. Yeah, there's a lot. If if you like really good, like in particular, like sci-fi that makes you think a lot, yeah. you want to yeah. you want to read and then you know watch
2: Philip K. Dylan. I think the successor is Black Mirror. Black Mirror, yeah, absolutely, that's, yeah, and, that's for sure. And, and that goes into a uh, another thing that that good science fiction should do well, which is not only not only. Shine a, a, a light on on humanity and its perception of itself, mm-hmm. but its perception of itself at the time it's being made. Yeah, the original Star Trek was really good for that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, indicative of the times. Like it's addressing its right. mo- its audience in in real time. Um, uh, Star Trek Six: The Undiscovered Country, mm-hmm. um, which was uh, I think Portugal. Very <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, very. Uh, <laughs> Very, uh, uh, very obvious Cold War metaphor, but a very powerful one. Sure. Yeah. Um, and and uh, yeah, it, it should it should absolutely be be pertinent to the times, which is why again Black Mirror is so good. Yeah. Um, Twilight Zone, uh, certain episodes, you know, may not scan very well in, in sure. today's for today's audience. But, but it, yeah, but you, you can. There could. are some episodes that just. Um, I think I mentioned before, uh, The Monsters Are Due on Maple Street is like my favorite Twilight episode ever. I think we watched it together. I can't remember. I think we did. I know I watched it. It's the one where they think a UFO crashed outside of their neighborhood and all the neighbors start getting more and more suspicious and turn on each other. Yeah, (laughs) paranoid. Yeah, it's my favorite Twilight Zone episode that I've ever seen. It's so good. While we're on science fiction and movies, yeah, and we were talking about this one not that long ago.
0: Have to rewatch 2001. Space yeah, I would Odyssey. say
1: one uh, like the the movie that of all the, of all the movies I've watched, I like lots of scary movies, lots of horror movies, lots of mystery. Maybe the one that scares me the most is 2001 because it's yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's, especially entering like the world of the future, you know, yeah, right? Right? it's it's like. The way, I'm a big fan, and when I get to my stuff, you know, I'm going to talk about it. I'm a big fan of, uh, if I ever had the chance to go back to school to do something fun, it would be for cinematography. Sure. I'm a big fan of camera work, camera position, and choice of lens and focus. Mm -hmm. And and the uh,
0: implications made by the way that something is shot. Right. right.
1: And 2001
2: does that very well. Um, Very well. It's it's horrifying. The The
1: movie scares the
2: shit out of me. The thing, too, about 2001 is I, I feel like... I feel like I feel like there there are some people who almost look down their nose at it because they they figure it's like high minded snobbery or whatever. No. But I think I think there's I think there's a danger of overthinking 2001. I think there's a danger of thinking that you didn't get mm-hmm. it once you're finished with it, but you probably got it. You got it. Yeah, it's okay. not a tough movie to understand. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, it, it's one of it those abstract.
1: Right. Sure. So this is this is a thing. Like uh, we're we're, we're I have a feeling we're going to kind of delve between TV and movies at certain points here. But right. like uh, when, the, when the first season of the show on HBO, True Detective came out, which I would recommend anybody's mm-hmm. phenomenal show. Yeah. But that was one of those things where you'd, you'd go on message boards and you'd hear people talk about the show and they're like searching for this deeper thing. Yeah, and, and the thing is like the show's presented in that way where like, you know, you could do that, but you don't have to. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it just is. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm a big. I'm a big fan of
2: <laughs> Breaking Bad. Is really the yeah, same way taking things at there's face value. So much, yeah. but then there's so much subtext you could talk sure. about for days and days. Absolutely, I think a lot of the
0: best media does that. Sure. I know for I know for a fact that the the two films we've already talked about, Space Odyssey and and uh, and Blade Runner, yeah, have yeah. both generated so many more questions. Sure then they made statements. But there is
1: something to be said for taking something at face value. You can understand yeah. it, you know what yeah. I mean? One
2: one thing I've I've always I've been asking myself since the end of Breaking Bad is like, for example, uh, is is was Walter White always such a merciless person. And he just or, lived his whole life? Or yeah. did that change over what we saw? Or yeah. was he just always that way at his core? Right. You know, there's yeah. no there's no way to tell one way or sure. another really. I think the show offers us a hint. And it is that early, early
0: first season where he, he's talking to his class about the fact that chemistry is the study of change. Right. And he shows how inheriting just a single electron can change this element to this. And how very subtle changes produce Massive. radically different things. Yeah. So I, I do think that the implication might be that, a little, a little bit of each, that that the potential for that was always in him.
2: Yeah. but that this sure. is, but
0: that it is in fact changed. As, As the potential may be
2: for <clears throat> any one of us. Sure. Yes. It, I think that's actually the central statement of the show. Exactly. Ma- uh, Mencken once said uh, uh, every man at some point in his life must be tempted... It's something like... I'm paraphrasing. Every man at some point in his life must be tempted to to uh, curse, spit on his hands, and hoist the black flag. Sure. You know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I... I I, I think
0: that uh, probably Breaking Bad is some of the most interesting character sure. work I've ever seen. On oh yeah, movie. for sure. Um, yeah, it's incredible. But The thing with Space Odyssey that makes it work so much I think in a huge way is isolation. Yeah. In the sense it's of absolute nothing. emptiness.
1: Same reason uh, the Alien movies worked the yeah. the first one and aliens i'm thinking in particular yeah uh, the first one especially is like a, a, a oh, master craft of, of horror yeah um and it still holds up visually like it i know sense. like with uh, disregarding like effects but visually speaking the design of, of the giger like taking from giger yeah you know what i mean like, yeah,
0: and the ship itself the, it's the Stromo right, or whatever oh Right, like, yeah. it's
1: just visually arresting the way it's presented and scary yeah and and you know just uh
2: yeah, I think I think it's even more jarring when you consider the fact that you know the crew is asleep for you know yeah. before the movie begins. Yeah. they're in like this hypersleep, and right. they and they just wake up and are like, "All right, what's the ship situation?" Well, you know, they they've just gotten out of bed and they right. got to deal with this fucking creature from outer space. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Um, uh, same, same, good morning. Yep. Same deal with like that's that really is like the big little mouth comes out and <laughs> takes a sip of sip, coffee. Sip, <laughs> sip, of, sip of coffee. <sighs> but that like that really is the the like it should be at least the keystone of good horror is isolation. Yeah. yeah. I I I find myself. I find it really difficult to get scared. Like if I'm playing a game where I'm armed to the teeth and it's supposed to be scary. Sure. Yeah. You know, I you know I've got like a demon or a ghost or whatever following me, and then there's like these horrible monsters and weird shit going on. But then I've got a machine gun in one hand, a rocket launcher on my right, back, right, right. and like five grenades. <laughs> right. I find it very difficult to be afraid. Sure. Uh, um, well, let me. And, and a similar thing happens when you when you have a like a like a a cheap horror movie or slasher film where, where it's like, you know, everything takes place within, like, a high school, a densely populated area. <laughs> yeah. And there's really no reason to be scared. Right. Yeah. So, uh, I you guess... kind of have to take the movie's word
1: for it. L- let's stay in that vein and I'm going to segue to one of my favorite movies, uh, which sure. is a recent movie. Um uh, it's a movie called The Witch. I knew uh, you were going to say mm-hmm, that. Made by mm-hmm. uh, a first-time director, Robert Robert Eggers, uh, is a first-time writer-director of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about it because you know it just came out two years ago. Not that it's not that old, bro. right? Um, I would say that if this was a movie, I'm trying to think. Um, this could easily be somebody's masterwork. I think if if you put it in a different director's hands, yeah. it it could be somebody's visual masterpiece. Yeah, um, and this guy just—it was
0: his first, it was his debut. I see what you're saying. Do you know what I this mean? This is this is a masterpiece that, because it was in the hands of a first-time director, was simply regarded as very good. Yeah, right, exactly, right, exactly.
1: <laughs> and it's it's and, and a lot of people, you know, just like anything, people are gonna have different opinions. I know a lot of people kind of like you know, yeah. shit on anything that they don't, you know, pick up on right away. Yeah. Um. And and if you take it as a horror movie, you're probably not gonna like it. If you take it as a, um, I don't know how to, appear. Maybe if you take it as a period piece, it makes more sense. There's certainly a lot of grotesque in the movie. Uh-huh. You know what I mean. Um, I don't think it is a straightforward horror. It's film. not a horror movie. It's much, not well, much in the suspense, way suspense. I guess yeah.
2: is a period suspense piece. You know? Yeah, you're you're right. It it, it is a horror <laughs> film. It's absolutely not straightforward. Right. right. It, right. it it it. It dances around it by by playing as though it's going to be a uh, like a like a religious paranoia film, sure, or sure, like, you know, and it like very
1: a, easily could have been and still been just as good. Yeah, But like the the, the story is it's it's Puritans they're, they're exiled from their their colony, and they they're forced to live out in the woods. Uh, and you find out very early, the movie's called The Vich, yeah. two V's, I- two V's, I-T-C-H. yeah, stylized as <laughs> two V's. V's. Um, you find out very early that yeah, there is in fact a witch or a witch is, you know what I mean? But that's not really essential to the story. That's why that's why this <laughs> right that's why that's what you like you're and you're you if you watch the movie, I'm not spoiling anything, you're going to find that out. Yeah. It's not it doesn't it doesn't matter because that's not that's not where the story arc goes. Yeah, story arc is about this family losing their mind. Like slowly
2: like slowly going crazy, th- yeah.
1: thinking that they're cursed. Yeah.
2: You know um, why you know why I think I think It's it's legit that you call it a period piece is because it wouldn't work in any age after that. Yes, Mm -hmm. it's 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 entirely dependent on the characters' uh, 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 scientific and logical ignorance. These are just these are people Mm -hmm. who know how to plow and clean up cow shit, and that's it. Right, well, exactly.
1: Well, and that's the thing is it, it it's a difficult movie to get through if you're not. I think that's why a lot of people now don't. You know what I mean. Don't didn't get it because they looked at it as a horror movie, and it's it's written in the language of the time. So the whole the whole film is written and acted in
0: you know it's like an antiquated but not old English, right, like, a, yeah. like a very early modern English, early S- modern English,
2: sixteen hundred yeah. era. You know what I you, mean. You can tell when when a period piece does that right when the actors are able to convey what's going on, even if you don't pick up all the nuances of the language, all the words or whatever. Yeah. you can still tell because of how they're acting what... It, inflection and mood is everything yeah, when actually. you're doing period pieces. What uh, I really that's like why there's good Shakespeare and bad Shakespeare. Right.
0: Yeah. Uh, what, what I really like about this movie is that it, it... I think where a lot of horror movies are enjoyable because it's an experience on rails and you know where it's going, this... The pleasures of this movie are totally different. It does not telegraph to you what direction it is taking. Right, and,
1: it, and like I said, right. it, it
0: could end one of many different ways. <clears throat> yeah. And I
1: think the ending that, that the the path that they took for, that he wrote for the movie.
0: Yeah, it ended up being an abject surprise to me
1: it was what a great I mean like it, one of my favorite movie it, endings it ended
2: in a way that just, what a great that just made me smile and shake yeah, my what head a like, great like ending. You, you delightful son that of was a bitch <laughs> it,
1: ended, it ended the way that it should have ended yeah. I remember right. like the first time I watched it with
2: Trisha it B. didn't puss out about um,
1: it interesting note it's from the A24 production company which has just come about recently and they're they, they did movies like The Lobster which is one that I haven't watched yet <laughs> that I want to watch I'm not sure if I'm going to watch that movie uh, The Lobster <laughs> They did. Uh, Swiss Army Man was another was another one. Oh yeah, uh, uh, was a movie about a, a, a guy who's uh, starving out in the wilderness, and he finds it's a like dead. A desert body. island, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. He's, and he finds a dead body who washes up on on this desert island. Yeah. And uh, uh, you know and best kind of right, right, kind of like Wilson and Castaway. He starts talking to him and using him to you know survive. Basically, it's such a weird, it's real <laughs> high concept. That movie cannot decide what it wants
0: to make you. Right. Feel well, like. exactly, and that's I, the just thing. from the trailers. I haven't seen it. A
1: twenty four also recently did the Disaster Artist, which is based on one of my favorite books ever. This uh, the uh, story about the making of the Room, uh-huh. um, which is the city. Is, quote unquote, the citizen cane of bad movies. Yeah. So like A twenty four is one of those companies where it's either a huge hit or a huge miss, And they're, they're very taking risks. They're very... But they're taking risks. They're taking fucking risks. right. It's a very recent company, but they're taking risks. And a lot of
0: those movies are pretentious drivel, and a lot of them are really good, and The the Vich is one of those. I'll take the
2: pretentious drivel if it means we get stuff like The Vich. I I want studios to take risks. I I don't want want more sequels. I don't want them to monetize my childhood with fucking remakes. I don't... I didn't want the Power Rangers movie. No. I I didn't want that. No one wanted that. No one fucking wanted that. We had a Power Rangers movie. It had Ivan Ooze, and it was awesome.
1: (laughs) I, I like, well, like with, the, all right, so with the fish, uh, I was talking, uh, <laughs> you're right. No, yeah, uh, camera, camera placement, yeah. um, lighting, mm-hmm. um, filter, filters and lens work. I'm mm-hmm. a big fan. The thing that I identify most with, with film and the, my favorite aspect of it is the visual medium, and The Vich does this expertly. There's a lot of really great shots. And you can just watch the trailer and get get what I'm talking about. It's done the, very well. It's filmed very well. Yeah. The
2: camera placement in that movie was superb. That's what I remember the most yeah. about it. I can't remember a single shot of, of the father in that movie that wasn't from a low angle yeah, that yeah, made him right. look taller than he Right. Was. I think the camera is he's almost always, a character in that movie. He's, he's always either at the head of the table or, or the camera is looking up at him. And mm-hmm. he's a tall dude to begin mm-hmm. with. It's, yeah. it's it's,
1: it's it goes from these very like still landscape shots where something else is happening in frame yeah um, uh, you know just it, the, all the landscape shots there's something else going on there's movement but it's this far back so you're seeing the scope of the like the woods yeah. and then the family shots are real that, personal every with the p pe- anything with a person's
2: face yeah where the family or a, a character is right. the subject is real tight
1: yeah um,
2: that that is more than anything is like have you ever been just driving down a road like you know with Youngstown the second you leave uh uh the city limits or, or leave the suburbs it's it's just nothing but corn it's nothing but country yeah. but but have you ever been driving around like like in even like evening time or late at night and it's just like this big ass field just completely devoid of crops. And then at the very edge of it is just woods, and you can't see past sure, like the first sure. row of trees. Mm, yeah, that always to me is just really just, yeah. just well, a that, little, just a little unnerving. And that's you know? what this movie does well: is it shows you this scope. They're in this grand;
1: they're they're exiled. So they're yeah. in the middle of that's nowhere. An important note, actually. Yeah,
0: they're, they're exiled, and the framing shows it. Yeah,
1: they're they're out in the middle of nowhere, and, and it shows you this wide landscape that they're in. And then when we're on the family, it's tight. So it's
0: isolated.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: You're seeing
0: these people close quarters together in this vast emptiness. It's alternating between they are nothing in the world and they are everything to each other. Right. It's that, it really is, it does tell the story of like, Mm. you have no one else left in the world supporting you. And when you're together, you're this, this... This very tight, small little bond
2: until you're not. Until you're (laughs) not. Until you're not. And I'm thinking,
1: like, Mm. I think maybe, perhaps, my favorite shot of the movie comes in the last three minutes, and I guess it's two shots strung together. It's without spoiling anything. It's that. It's that. That far back shot of a single character walking. Yeah, uh, and yeah. then and then the final the final shot right before the credits hit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, right. Uh, the you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's this it's this, it's this real tight angle on a person's face, and it, I, well, yeah. I can't spoil. We it can't I, can't talk. Spoil. I, I know exactly <laughs> what, you I know what I'm say about it. Yeah, but I can't. It's, it's just it's it's incredible. It's so it's very well done. Yeah, and another right. movie that I want to talk about eventually uh, coming up in a little bit mm-hmm. is is another one of those movies where most of my favorite films have visual or visually resting and they have these scenes that are just impactful and you, you you could take a snapshot of it and it looks like a work of art that you can hang on the wall
2: yeah uh, again Blade Runner right Blade that, Runner that last yeah. monologue with the rain the and, coming yeah oh my god and everything the, the it's... Uh, f- uh,
1: affectionately known as the tears in the rain speech
2: yeah, um,
1: <clears throat> yeah it's, it's it's great it's great I mean, we kind of like just hijacked your topic, man. We no, like, that's cool. I, um, I got one in.
2: Yeah. Uh, collateral, also. I know I've shown you guys both Collateral or you've seen it before. I I, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen it. Uh, it's a great movie, man. The, the, great shots, great movie. the shots, the close up shots of Jamie Cruz. Jamie, Jamie Cruz? Cruise? Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Jamie Cruz. <laughs> 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 what? The close up shots. Of Jamie Foxx and Tom Cruise yeah. in the taxi. Uh, yeah. just And there's no illumination but the city lights. Again, like you said, you can take a still and it's just like a painting. Right, right, yeah. yeah. That's how you know you've got a, a movie that's brilliant from a cinematography standpoint. Right,
0: right. You guys have probably seen it already, but there's a really great subreddit dedicated to just that great shots. It's yeah. called Shots.
2: Oh um, I thought you were gonna say accidental Renaissance because that's also a thing oh yeah I' have seen that <laughs> um, but cinema shots
0: is just single frames moments in you know a lot of films you'd recognize yeah, that just sure. kind of drop you or sometimes there will be short videos and one of the one of the ones that's so cool since you're talking about cinematography work one of the coolest things that I never noticed uh, I watched this movie like twice I guess I just didn't realize what was happening it was in contact. Oh, yeah. There's a shot where she's running up the stairs. never seen content. She's bounding down the hallway, right? And your breasts she's... are going all over the place. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. The camera's facing her and moving backwards. And she's running down the hall. And then at the last minute, she reaches forward. And as she grabs the door handle, it opens, and you realize you've been looking in the mirror... The whole time oh, oh wow except that it's not physically possible because you've been moving with
2: her. yeah
0: so it's actually a, a, a barely noticeable bit of CG where they put that shot into a green screen that mirror. is
2: brilliant
0: it looks it's I watched a tutorial someone showed how that was done
2: that reminds me of that of that shot in airplane where like the majors getting dressed in the mirror. Yeah, and whatever, and then he and then he like walks towards the mirror and steps through it, right. and it. It wasn't a mirror You're the entire right. time. You're just <laughs> watch. He's just standing there. <laughs> yeah, it's it's stuff like that
0: is just baffling to me. Like great camera work, and, and in that case, to done to you know to to be hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I just I'm, um, I'm always
2: amazed by that. Two movies with with real real fucking deliberate camera work like that come readily to mind. Equilibrium, yeah, uh, starring Christian Bale. Not um, seen that. It's it's it, the plot's kind of your basic like dystopian future. Emotions are suppressed. One of their best security agents forgets his emotion suppressing pill one day and discovers like music and art and oh, so it's like The Giver for sci-fi. kind kind of
3: yeah. Kinda, kinda,
2: yeah. Um, imagine The Giver, but with more uh, karate and gunplay. Okay, um, <laughs> but it 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 has a lot of deliberate. It's very like. It relies on monochrome a lot. There's a lot of like black and white play and. and, um... When
1: I look back on all the crap I learned in, I'm sorry, Paul. Paul There's a Paul Simon song called
2: (laughs) Yeah, Kodachrome. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I forgot about
2: that one. Um, but then the other one is uh, the Fountain. I don't know. Have you guys seen? Uh, Not in a so. long time. Uh, yeah, it's been I'm a just while. For noting, me. Yeah. I'm writing down all the movies I haven't seen. Um, here. The Fountain is a Hugh Jackman movie, uh, which takes place across three different time periods. A huge what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so it starts in the present day, and Hugh Jackman is a is a doctor trying to save his wife, who is also a doctor because she has a terminal illness. Mm-hmm. The uh, <clears throat> there's a segment set um, set in the past where where Hugh Jackman is a conquistador trying to find the fountain of youth for his beloved queen. Oh, wow. And then a third of the movie is set in the future where he is a traveler on board a, like a bubble traveling through space with a tree that is implied to be his wife. Are these stories all discreet or do they connect to each other they're, for the overall plot? They're connected thematically but they're discreet on their own. Right. Interesting. Um, it's, it's, all, it's just all about life and death mm. it's just called it's called the fountain and the reason i bring it up is because it does employ very deliberate cinematography the sequences in the past all have a uh, very stark triangle imagery in the present is all very square imagery and the future is all very circular imagery oh that's cool um and and there's always a shot of hugh of hugh jackman's back as he goes into the distance someplace and it employs that shape the shape of whatever he's doing, nice. Um, in in the shot, it's it's very very deliberate and meticulous cinematography. It's it's uh it's a sappy ish movie, yeah, but it's it but is. it's it it's definitely it's, is yeah. But it's presented very well, and and it's it's just you know you don't have to take any great lesson from it because it's a lesson I think everyone has to learn at some point in their lives. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's just it's a, a visual delight. Mm. It's just great to look at. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, there's there's so many movies that
0: there's so many movies that do like like the hard work of establishing like a complicated theme like that. Yeah. Um, I think one of my one of my one of my favorite movies that that it that it does a really really complicated job of telling its story is uh synecdoche new york we've talked about it a couple of times oh, yeah, I, yeah, think. Yeah. I don't remember this synecdoche <clears throat> new york synecdoche new york which is one of those andy kaufman
2: movies yeah, yeah. or charlie kaufman, charlie kaufman. um uh, We're Andy. Ron kaufman, kaufman. Like, like, like kaufman. <laughs> synecdoche s-y-n yes like the, okay. like
0: the like the uh alliterative or whatever
2: the uh the language device, like a synecdoche. Yeah, a synecdoche, yeah. yeah. The idea of this I, movie... I used to think that was pronounced synecdoche. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what that word uh, was, but I you'd but uh, learn it eventually.
0: The, the concept of this movie uh, is that a guy who is played by Philip Seymour Hoffman gets a MacArthur Genius Grant to do whatever he wants with it. And what he does is stage a play. But the play begins to get more and more complicated. And he's got this crazy... <laughs> and that play?
2: Springtime for
0: Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it ends up being a play about his life. Yeah. But the play is not big enough. He starts to realize he needs to expand this. And so it starts off on a stage. <clears throat> and, then it, and then it occupies a warehouse. With all these different stories going on simultaneously. Sure. And then it turns out he needs more warehouses. And the play is connected to un, by underground tunnels to other warehouses <laughs> that are also yeah. telling parts of the story. And then this is sounding like
2: a plot to an episode of Community that's centered <laughs> around Abed. Yeah, it's it's
0: the the intensity of the thing goes nuts. At some point, he hires someone to play himself, who is constantly following himself around, also taking notes. And that guy's got a secretary that is modeled after his secretary, and they're both. Going places in tandem. Um, the, the movie Christ. ends up... It, it's, it's nuts. He replicates his own life in staging. Uh, and it all ends up being this very, very big and complicated storyline about the meaning of our lives and our work. Wow. And, uh, it's such a... It's such a... Like, difficult to watch heady movie. And I remember when I watched it, I watched it with uh, Matt Craig and Bob Young. Yeah. We watched it at, when I was still living with my mom. We were like sitting in my bedroom in the basement. And the movie ended and we didn't say anything. And it was like I stood up and they stood up and I walked outside and they walked outside with me and I smoked a cigarette and we just sat there in silence for like 15 minutes. Yeah. Well, wow. <laughs> Like what see, the fuck did I just watch? See, yeah.
2: I, I think I think we have been talking about. First of all, I think we've been talking about movies that kind of reflect what we look for in a movie. Yeah, I I like a deeper message behind like a, a, like a simple catharsis, a good guy, bad guy sort of yeah, thing. Sure. Yeah, I feel like you really enjoy man versus himself.
1: Yeah, I do. I do um, actually. Yeah, the next movie I'll, I'm going to talk about. It.
2: And I and I feel like you. You like movies that, that have some kind of grand truth behind them where, where yeah. it's not obvious when you first start watching. But yeah. you like movies that take you on a journey to their ultimate point. I like a movie to chew on for a while. Yeah. yeah.
1: I have one that I'm going to... This is your. This is a movie that I know you love. It's a movie I love too, but it's a movie that... I know you love in particular. And you once described it to me as a movie where Sophia Coppola broke your heart. Oh um, yeah.
0: Oh God. Yeah, it's called Lost in Translation. Lost in Translation.
2: Yeah. Oh so, I, uh, uh, I never uh, got around to seeing that oh, one. Oh my it's god. Very, it's very, good. very it's yeah, it's it, good. Seemed, it's sad. Seemed, it seemed quirky. It's it's, it's, <laughs> well, it's well, not yeah, it's
0: not like a, a Wes comedy. Anderson movie. It's not a comedy. It, it feels like a Wes Anderson there's, movie.
1: There's some comedic relief Sure. Um, the, well, like the idea behind it, and it is a very heart, you know, especially the last, the last fifteen minutes. of This movie is very, very heartbreaking. Yeah, it's a movie about uh, he's an
0: actor, correct? I mean, he's like uh, he's basically he's modeled a lot after sort of like the James Bondian. He's like a big actor. He's who what, 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 what was was it uh, was it Brand? It was a Brando. Who, who had to do that that whiskey commercial? Oh yeah. Or oh, um, uh, Orwell,
2: or, or, Orson Welles. Orson, Orson, Orson Welles, <laughs> so not George Orwell, yeah, the no. author of Nineteen Eighty-Four, but Orson Welles so did pic- the uh, the wine commercial. That's yeah. right.
0: So mm-hmm. picture- oh, French.
2: Japan. Uh, I think that's modeled after that. He's yeah. its excellence.
0: He's a big actor forced to do a crappy commercial for some Japanese whiskey that he doesn't care about, and that's how it starts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He and he's,
1: he's in Japan. Well, I like the idea. Is like you through the movie, you, you kind of learn he's just you know been married to the same person for twenty years, and there's nothing,
0: you know. He's this big famous guy, but he's just bored. And yeah, the extent yeah. of their relationship is phone calls in the evening to discuss what drapes are going in the new house, right. and they're just so the he, uh, love is
2: dead. So then he decides to take out a personal ad, and even though he's no poet, he thinks it's not half bad. And it says, <laughs> oh, "If you like pina coladas and getting cotton Lorraine." <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> dad, <laughs>
1: that's more than a dad. That's like a granddad.
0: Oh man, no, granddad. I did not see that one coming. You totally that was got good. me. Um, but
1: no, it, 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 well, and
3: then
2: he meets. Um, got him. Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. That's
1: right. It's Scarlett Johansson's character. Oh, I was and joking. Her, Is
2: it? Scar- I thought you said Sophia Coppola. She directed it. She directed. it. Oh, Scarlett and, and Johansson. And maybe wrote it. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, she wrote it too. Uh, but yeah, yeah
1: she he, he meets Scarlett Johansson's character, who's there with her newlywed or newlywed, if I remember correctly, her husband, who's a, a photographer. I can't remember if they're married or just dating. They might
0: just be dating. I can't but, remember, but they
1: meet. I, through somehow they meet at the hotel bar. They I meet think. at the hotel bar, and then they and like they keep running into each other at the hotel bar. Basically, her husband's off doing his stuff, and like they're newlywed because they're okay. out there. That was their honeymoon, but he has to do work while they're out there, shooting real life
2: tentacle porn. Right? <laughs> yes, as you do, as you do in Japan.
1: But but she's by herself most of the day and bored, and he's. You more know, or less the same. More or less the same. You know, you, in between these, you know, uh, yeah, shootings for the tired ads. Of
2: my lady.
1: <laughs> but they're, but they're, it's it's these two characters meeting in a in a, a vacuum, in this this place yeah. where they don't know the culture, they don't know, yeah, how to communicate with anybody, and they have this brief, fleeting moment of connection, connection love. Yeah. I mean, not even necessarily love, but connection more right. than anything. You, I mean, you could. I guess you could argue love, but
0: I think is, the film refuses to answer that question, and I'm very happy it does. Exactly, it doesn't need to. Let the film tell you in its own language,
2: without certain terms, what they have together, and it'll break your heart like it did mine. This exactly. is this is a movie I've heard enough about to understand what's going on, what it's about, but I've never actually seen it myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I understand it really kind of solidified Bill Murray as as an actor with real chops that could do more than just comedy and <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And, and goofy one liners. Yeah. Um, but but on that note, no, on that note though, we have been talking. I think I think about like a lot of like movies that made you think. What about movies that that you can just like? Kinda... What about movies that make you hard? Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, well,
0: what about movies that give you? A real raging man boner. And well, not like sure. a sex
2: boner. Sure. A like a violence boner. boner. <laughs> like how about the one we watched on Sunday? <laughs> yeah, we watched Die Hard on Sunday. <laughs> we watched Die Hard, the best Christmas movie of all the on best Christmas time on movie. Sunday. Quite uh, possibly the best action movie. That movie's you could you could make an argument um, for that as the best action movie. I told really I told you uh before we watched Aubrey had never seen it. Uh mm-hmm. I, I asked her as we were pulling out of the driveway. Yeah, what did she think? She she said it was good. Yeah. She said she said there was a bit of overhype, like like everyone's mm. like, oh, it's the best Christmas movie ever. It's yeah. like, and she's like, we, I well, I, we probably did overhype yeah, it. Yeah, sure. I mean, society as a whole kind of overhypes it, but but it, but she said, you know, I I get why it's significant as an action movie.
0: Yeah,
2: it's just she just didn't find anything like particularly unique. Yeah, about it, mm-hmm. which which is which is fair. But it, but again, I think you pointed out very fairly that that a lot of these these you know, gung ho action movies. They're superheroes. Do, yeah, don't don't put the protagonist at enough of a disadvantage. <laughs> That's the yeah. reason Taken works. He's, yeah. he's he you know, he has he has
1: an advantage in the movie in that he's right, he's that character, but you know, he's still a human being, you know. Liam
2: Nissan. Yeah, he he sur- <laughs> he survives uh, purely because of his cleverness and a bit of plot armor and action sure. movie lush. Sure. You know. Um, but yeah you no you're absolutely right. John McClane gets gets Fucked the up. shit beat out yeah, of him. He gets his yeah. ass movie. kicked. In it's that in movie. the title. He refuses
0: to die. Yeah. He refuses yeah. to give up. Yeah. That's what's so great about John McClane.
2: He is not special other than that he's a fit dude. Yeah. But but what's awesome about it is like it, it Die Hard is one of the examples I go to when I when I want to talk about the fact that movies don't have to make you think. Movies don't have to oh, to, yeah. to, to instill any deeper wisdom in you. Sometimes a movie can be just as simple as as the good guy beating the bad guy and getting sure. the girl. Yeah. Sure. Sometimes that's all it takes. We all need some catharsis. John Wick is perfect for that. Oh yeah. my that's god, great. I John, can sing about John Wick all day. John Wick. <laughs> if you ever want to see a movie with just the good guy killing a fuckload of bad guys and looking <laughs> awesome as hell when he's doing it. Watch John Wick. I'll say this: it's even dumb, and I love that about it's it. It's a stupid fucking movie. It's but even dumb. They kill his dog, but Reeves <laughs> but, 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 but the way, see, the way they shoot it though, like you can see, you called it when we were watching it. Yeah. You said like it's like an anime. Yeah. And that that's absolutely true. They uh it was heavily inspired by by, you know, anime tropes and like, you know, there's there's a bunch of different things to show like, you know, here's why this character is more powerful than this character, right, right, you yeah, know? Right. <laughs> the, there's, there's a lot of, you know, very overt demonstrations of power yeah. in John Wick. Which the only is, thing they don't is do a... is stop and show the enemy's weak
0: point for two seconds right, before exactly, the scene progresses. Right. It yeah. feels like anime, video game, sort of, it, it's got that cartoony influence. Right. And again, it is in places dumb, and I love that about it. The fact that, like... What they—it's not a spoiler—they kill his dog, yeah. but it literally drags itself over to him, and he wakes up, and it's like
2: dead, bloody bodies next yeah. to him.
0: Yeah, that's and so it's sad. Like, yeah, but it's like, that's stupid, and I love it. It's, it
2: automatically puts you on Keanu's side. Yeah, yeah. you're there. You're immediately... <laughs> it, that's, that's the easiest way to get you to know that this guy is a good guy. He loves puppies, and they killed his puppy. Yeah, the dog's last dying act. They killed act. his dead wife's puppy. The, the dog's last dying act is to legitimize John Wick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so... But we need movies like that. Yeah, we do. And and John Wick is special because I I, I, I have this fear, uh, and and I mentioned Power Rangers and how much I I feel like there didn't need to be a Power Rangers remake. Yeah. Um, the Transformers movies. I I, I have a fear of action movies taking themselves too seriously. Yeah. Over the top action movie. If if you got a movie where like there's there's a gunfight mm. and. You know, maybe a video rental place puts it under the action shelf. Mm-hmm. That's something different. Um, uh, 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 not Kingdom of Heaven, The Kingdom, uh, yeah. another Jamie Fox movie, where he's a he's a modern day uh, uh, American agent sent to uh, investigate the deaths of some troops in in like Saudi Arabia, I think. Okay. Um, it's billed as an action movie, but it's not. There's like one gunfight in the entire movie. Okay. Um. Uh. I don't want action movies to take themselves too seriously. I love movies like John Wick because it, it lets you explore... It lets you explore the idea that, that you know, violence itself can yeah. kind of be an art form. Sure, you know? sure. Absolutely. Look, look at any great martial arts movie that's come out in the past 15 years. You know, Ip Man, mm-hmm. uh, Tom Young-Goong, The Protector.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, you know, any great martial arts movie is great not because it teaches you some deeper meaning, but because... One, it's cathartic, and two, it—you know—the art itself of combat is just like a beautiful sure. thing. You know, yeah. it can be done well; it can be done poorly. It's fluidity, it's—it's—you know—choreography. Uh, it's all these
0: like—you know—sort of like uh, under the main hood of filmmaking, these separate disciplines. Sure. All those things have to come together to really express that beautifully. Yeah.
2: Sure, Bruce Lee didn't become one of the one of the best known actors of all time because of of uh, because his movies, you know, teach you some truth about sure. mortality, or, yeah, or right. you know, they weren't you know art house things. It was, it's an hour and a half of Bruce Lee kicking the shit right. out of people. It's, it's because
1: Bruce <laughs> Lee kicked a man so hard that he broke the arm of another man behind him. <laughs> that's true. Did you can that look happen? that up. He, it, it was in uh, Jesus. Enter, Enter the Dragon. Uh, it was a scene where the director kept making him film, and the the where he's fighting O'Hara. It might be. I'm trying to remember. Ah, uh, it's the big circle. Uh, the, all the guys in white—they're outdoors. Yes, yes, yeah.
2: He's fighting O'Hara, and like they—they they touch hands, and then just immediately
1: yeah. <laughs> he kicks him. He kicks. This is true. Bruce Lee kick because because the double wasn't doing what he wanted it to do. He yeah. actually laid a real kick on him, yeah. and he, he he couldn't fake falling down correctly. I think it was what it was. So Bruce Lee laid a real kick on him and kicked him so hard that the people behind him who were supposed to catch him, one guy broke his arm. <laughs> he, kicked, he, <laughs> he He, like, bang, you know, like, laid into him. No, but, yeah,
2: that, oh, man. Ugh. Yeah. That's, um, a, that's some impressive shit, man. Bruce Lee is was, like, superhuman, man. But that's... Yeah. That's my... That's kind of my point, is, is like, you need movies like that. You need you need movies that that... You know, every once in a while, yes, it's it's good to have movies that challenge you, that, that force you to expand the way you think about things, and, and to kind of... Even movies that make you uncomfortable, there should yeah. be movies that make you uncomfortable. Should, yeah. There should be movies that challenge what you think you know and what you think you're, you're tolerant of. Uh, but every, you know, every once in a while... Sometimes you just need a movie where, where the good guy spends two hours kicking ass and wins. There's a movie
1: called, that came out recently, that's a, one of those that, bet I think you'd really like it. It's called Kingsman. Um, I, uh, I've i been wanting to
2: see it for so long. One. Yeah, it's, mm. it's a good
1: one. They just made a sequel, actually, uh, yeah. which I haven't seen yet. But, they, uh, they,
2: said, they said it was still good, but wasn't as good as the first sure, one. Sure, no,
1: that's, that's the way that those usually go. But yeah, Kingsman, really good. That's, that's the one way. about
2: Humpty Dumpty, right? Yes. <laughs> where all the king's horses and then the kingsmen show up. Um, I got that right. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, but then, uh, but then, like on the other end of it, like comedies, yeah, like, comedies don't necessarily have to make you think. They just gotta. I, I think if a movie knows from a, from the very beginning what it wants to do, it succeeds. But, yeah, in a but, big way. Yes, but if it strays from that, and unfortunately, sometimes that's because of you know executive meddling and and shit like that. You can you can see a
0: direct. Yeah. So over the over the course of the last, say, forty years, there's been a very specific direction of film being taken away from, you know, real auteurs and creators, and being handed over to the suits. Sure. You know, it's why you have uh, a lot of, it's it's why you have films that are afraid to be to anything, films that are bland. Or films that you know, yeah, th- things that work might work in a focus group, but ultimately leave you unfulfilled. Big long
2: epic war movies are things that that aren't really done anymore. I'm talking about things like Braveheart. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about things like specifically The Last Samurai. samurai. I was just going to say um, that's a good... it's been out since it's been out for like 14 years. I don't feel bad about spoiling the ending. Um, <laughs> the samurai lead a, a charge against the the. Mighty equipped imperial cavalry and, and lose and lose badly. Yeah, they, they get mowed down by by a fucking gatling, gatling gun yeah. and and yeah. you know. Uh, but Tom Cruise's character, who is a who is a disaffected soldier, drinks to excess to forget, you know, all the horrible things he's done. Yeah. Uh, finds solace and peace in the samurai lifestyle and lives and goes on to tell the emperor about the deeds of. Uh, uh, Katsumoto, um, uh, but, uh... That was a great movie, man. The problem... That. That's, a, that's a good, that's a really good The movie. problem with it, though, it should have ended with Cruz's character dying. Yes. It, it was built. It was building up to that. The idea that death isn't something to, you know, death isn't something to fear and that being, being a soldier, being a warrior can be an honorable thing.
1: That's the one thing that, that... That's infuriating. Yeah, it, it's it, it, it's
2: absolutely maddening. It's a great movie otherwise. If it had just ended with <laughs> with with Colonel Algren dying, yeah, but what un, in undeniably battle. happened was someone some someone in a focus group, yeah, someone in a <coughs> focus group went, "Oh, I don't like seeing Tom Cruise die." Yeah, I There's don't want to So
1: all right, I'm going to submit this for the group. In that vein,
0: <laughs> you're absolutely right. By the way,
1: you all know the movie Dodgeball that came out. Like, probably 15 yeah. years ago. Yes, so I know exactly
2: what you're talking about. So the on.
1: original, the, the the movie Dodgeball ends with, uh, of course, Average Joe's Jim, the the underdogs winning, yeah, beating Ben Stiller's character by by decision from Chuck Norris. By decision from Chuck up. Norris. Right. <laughs> okay. They they come out on top. They win. the 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 underdog wins. It's a good wholesome story. Yeah. The original ending to sure that is the movie. The opposite. The original ending of that movie is in the actual movie, but they had to film more because somebody in a focus group probably fucked it up. The original ending of the movie is Ben Stiller's character hitting hitting uh, Vince Vaughn's character and eliminating him and winning and it's them celebrating cut to credits. That's the original <laughs> ending of the movie which is... Fucking hilarious! It's, of course, it would have it would have just been... been
2: a two hour troll leading yeah. up to an ending where the bad guys. And
1: win. it would have been. I mean, like I would have stood up and clapped. And the movie was, the movie already is really funny. Yeah, you know, incidentally, and it, and it still works with the ending it did. But the original ending, if you watch, like I have the I have the DVD from years ago, and uh, the original ending was supposed to be them just like the the is, <laughs> Yeah, the world's not fair,
2: and sometimes the good guys lose lose right. Sometimes yeah.
1: Right, exactly. <laughs> the the the
2: uh, the, u- the ultimate sin in this vein was I Am Legend. Yeah, the, oh, the Will Smith. Movie. Also, haven't seen that. I Am Legend. Um, a movie, all a movie that place. could have been very. What is good? Is good. Yeah, the the story it's based on is good. They didn't go with the original ending of the story. I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil it for you. It's been out for ten years. I'll just cover my ears for a second, please continue. It, it ends with uh, Will Smith taking a grenade yeah, and, and, and you know suicide bombing these monsters. What well, the actual ending should have been is that uh, they they he realizes that they're people they right. they want his captive back right and and he realizes he is the monster of their legends right he is their boogeyman right and it's it's a deeper truth about humanity and and the way we appear
1: to other people right. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> All
2: right. Yeah. No,
1: I, I've seen... I've seen... They did... They actually filmed that alternate cut, by the way. They did, and I've seen it, and it's
2: beautiful. Yeah. You yeah. are going to hate the ending. You're going to hate it. You're going to hate so it. It's so fucking are You're going to hate it because it's so American. You're, you're going oh, okay. to hate it because it's American as hell. You are going to know exactly what the ending should have been, Yeah. and then be pissed off when it doesn't happen. Right. Well, I,
0: I gather it's going to have a very saccharine, happy ending that it doesn't deserve, but uh, I don't know. We'll see, I guess. You'll
2: see. You'll you, see. You'll see. It's. It's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, but uh, in the in the vein of dumb movies, can we talk about movies that are like, like bad? Sideways. But, let's just talk about downright bad movies. What, okay. what, what was that one we watched with um with uh, Jesse Ventura? No, uh, Goldberg. Oh Bill Goldberg. yes. It was what like was it stri- called? Strike point alpha or something oh, uh, like that. It wasn't it wasn't checkpoint, was it? It was checkpoint. checkpoint. I'm, I'm thinking of the one where it's like a military prison and the special forces guys break out and they Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, uh checkpoint it was called. Check words. <laughs> it
0: was I would say in fairness, it was a bad movie. That Descri- I describe Describe that
2: movie while I take a piss. Christ, let, let me try.
0: I'm not sure that I super Okay, so what I remember about this movie. Is that it takes place in a small town that is outside of Washington, D.C., but is connected, we find out later, by a tunnel to the White House? Uh, and that all these. I'm already out, by the way. You know, well, <laughs> so, you're going to be back in because, again, Bill Goldberg, sure. who is super fun to watch. I'm
1: gonna, you know what? If he doesn't give somebody the jackhammer by the end
0: of this movie, I'm out. <laughs> well, he, he fights a guy, I think. I'm not totally yeah, sure. Macho oh, on a bridge. Does he, yeah, like they put somebody push?
1: over his head <laughs> in suplex fashion, and then jackhammer him <laughs> I, into a <laughs> pinfall.
0: I don't think so.
1: Okay, and then I don't care. I'm no, out. Here's <laughs> the at thing. Least in, at least in the Fast and the Furious movies, The Rock
0: rock bottom somebody. <laughs> so, well. The thing about this movie is that Bill Goldberg, who is who is just kind of a man about town with problems with his family, I think, or, what, or something bad happens to his oh, Well, you know, just a giant, bald, Jewish, ripped <laughs> man about town. Yeah, exactly. He's like, somehow just blends in in this weird town. And there's like, uh, all these, these dudes start moving in. They're like, former soldiers who are bad now, well, like bad soldier men. Well,
2: remember, it's not even Bill Goldberg. It's the homeless guy. It's the homeless ex-Marine. Oh yeah, yeah, because he's the real star of the movie. Yeah, if you can say star, he's he's the poor man's Paul Walker. Yeah, he's just some big buff blonde guy. He's just like everyone else in town.
0: He just eats dumplings seemingly every day from the same (laughs) Chinese restaurant that everyone eats dumplings at. Where like the woman, the the poor Asian woman who runs the restaurant, her her husband is always like. Like insulting her and like being racist at
2: her, I think. Yeah, you give me any of that Ching Chong shit. Yeah, it, it, that. It, like, yeah, was like, like, what it. the fuck, But man. it's okay because it's a black guy saying. Yeah, it, yeah, it makes it super palatable. <laughs> <It's> super...
0: Um, <laughs> and then like all these. You gotta see this movie to believe it. Oh it's so fucked. The bad military men come in and they're gonna use the tunnel to, I don't know, kill the president or whatever. Yeah, they really want to make
2: America strong. They got the bad science.
0: Yeah, they got the bad science. <laughs> <laughs> And they're looking for the briefcase and they can't find it. When, you, when you boys toss me a beer? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Thank
2: um, but basically, yeah, it, it was basically like Shitty The Rock, wasn't it? Oh no, that was the other movie. Uh, no, yeah, much... it was. Uh, that was uh, that was Strike Point Alpha or whatever it was called. Yeah, that was just The Rock, but shitty. <laughs> or, oh no, uh, Black Sight Alpha oh. was what it was called. Or was it Black Sight Omega? I don't know. It's, it, it, it's bullshit.
0: Terrible. But the thing is, uh, enough about the movie itself. It was a real treat to watch. Yeah. I love a good, bad movie. Yeah, Absolutely. Me too. Me too. Absolutely. Uh, obviously, we talk about the disaster artist. I think The Room Stands Alone. It is sure. the maybe best bad movie. <laughs> yeah.
3: Um,
2: if for no other reason than legitimately nothing comprehensible happens ever. It's, sure. It's, it, it can't even be attributed to, like just novice filmmaking or novice writing it's it's bad in ways that are mind-boggling sure (laughs) it's bad in ways that are inhuman no i will say this: (laughs) that is it's it's bad in ways that you can't put yourself into the thought process of like of how you know okay maybe maybe someone do that maybe it sounded good at the time or maybe maybe they thought this shot was framed Mm -hmm. right and thought it would look good next to these other shots you know. It's mind boggling It's like a that. failure on every level. Well, the test results came back. I definitely have breast I
0: cancer. Definitely don't worry have about it. Don't this. worry
1: about it, mom. Don't worry about it, mom. <laughs> yeah. No. No. I will say this about about the room. Uh, it is the maybe the worst movie ever made, but uh, the Disaster Artist is one of the best books I've ever read.
0: Incredible.
1: Very good book. Yeah. Very good book. Yeah. I recommend
0: watch the movie and then read the book. Yeah, that's really it. Watch Watch the Room. Read The Disaster Artist, and then, watch, then watch The Disaster right, Artist. Because yeah. I haven't seen it yet either, but I know yeah. this is the right order to do this yeah, exactly.
2: See, now, I, I feel like... I feel like... Because the original question was favorite movies. Yeah, sure. And I feel like it's almost unfair for, for us to say, like, you know, Collateral or 2001... When we've also got like you know we've watched some of the best comedies ever made. Sure, we've we watched The Big Lebowski. The Big Lebowski. Lebowski times. I was sure. just going to say The Big Lebowski. Twenty times. I, I'm dude, dude. I'm in the hundred. Outside, I've seen of, that movie over a hundred times. Outside of being hysterical, um, yeah, it's just well written and well. It's called Coen Brothers. It's typical in typical Coen Brothers fashion. It's just mm-hmm. a genius. I I I think the best. The best movies are probably the ones that can that can most accurately reach the audience with a portrayal of what it's like to be a human being. Sure. Yeah. If if you're not reaching the audience with you know human moments, yeah. or if you're not reaching the audience with with human experiences, then it then it doesn't work. But what are you the, what are you doing? The screen there? is the empathy the, box. Sure. Mm-hmm. The screen
0: is. And actually, I think this is really worth thinking about. I know obviously that this exists in you know in the form of literature and all that, but maybe at no other point in human history have we been able to so completely influence someone's you know uh, em- empathetic reaction to subject material as we have with television and movies.
2: Sure, I, I doubt it. I very highly doubt it's it. Actually, it's a huge step in like you know human. The, oh, I, the closest anyone ever got before was theater. Theater, right? Yeah, and and that you know, it's still a distant medium. There's, yeah, but I mean, there's certainly something to be said, of course, for for you know, seeing live people do these things versus music or literature sure. or poetry. Yeah.
1: Well, and then like while we're in that while we're in that vein, there's also something to be said about not doing it all on a computer. Um, uh-huh, there's yeah. something to be said about live you know like again w- like we said before red letter media fans the Plinkett reviews do a great job of the, the best of, job of deconstructing the the Star Wars prequels and I don't even like well, you could just go watch give <laughs> red letter media your money they're really great yep um, go watch but, them but uh, you know the the biggest problems with those movies is that they were done on computers the the I want to quote Mike Stoclasa here the human eye is really good at detecting fakeness Yeah, you know we can tell when something's not real, and you have to you have to do it. You have the the movie. What he always says
0: is, you might not have noticed that, but but your your brain brain did. Right, exactly. Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
1: It's it's one of those things like where if you're gonna do use visual effects to create something like an emotion or a mood or a theme, you need to make sure that the rest of the movie brings it. So that we can suspend our disbelief.
0: Sure. Yeah. Um, you 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 have a great anecdote, which I, I wonder if you would like to tell about Sir Ian McKellen on the set of the
2: this poor bastard. Was it the first um, or second Hobbit? The movie? first Hobbit movie. Um, he he has a scene where the entire scene is CGI. It's Gandalf confronting uh, the 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 presence of Sauron. Yeah. And uh, at some point during this, because again, it's. Ian McKellen is the only real thing in this scene. It's him in his robes in a field of blue.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And and during one of the takes he just stopped dead in the middle of it sat down and started crying and said this isn't why I became an actor.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: And it it's the fucking saddest thing ever but it, it reminds me though that he was also in another uh, CG fest recently. Oh really? Uh, the live action remake of Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Uh, I had no interest in seeing this, and no, to be quite honest, it. I still well, don't. Well, do. let me let me tell you let me tell you this: I watched it with Aubrey. Mm-hmm. It is everything you would expect a Disney movie to be, yeah. Which is both good and bad. Sure, sure. Um, it's, yeah. Right, which is exactly what I would
1: expect. Yeah, it's not it to say they don't yeah. do
2: certain things very well, right? Oh, oh, Disney. Does every things. every actor in in this in this live action production is fantastic. Everyone fucking kills their role. It's so good. I bring up Ian McKellen because he is the voice, and eventually, when they get turned back, spoiler alert, everyone in Beauty and the Beast gets turned back. (laughs) Oh, shit, Um, really? uh, (laughs) uh, Is is Ian McKellen. Hmm. Who, who Every
0: everyone is Ian McKellen. And, oh, oh,
2: he's. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I he's, love uh... that idea
0: though. I love that idea. Like Cogsworth is Ian McKellen. Being and McKellen. Is Ian McKellen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: he's Cogsworth. He's Mrs. He's oh, Potts. he's Cogsworth. He's, a, he's the clock. He's that's Cogsworth. A good, that's a good choice. It is. It <laughs> is. It is. It, it is. Um, yeah, he's Cogsworth. I'm yeah. sorry. I should have specified that. Um, I'm, I'm losing track of my train of thought here. That's all right. But. um but no, everyone does a fantastic job in that movie. It's just you know, you know, ev- almost everything is CGI. Yeah. It, it does a decent job of blurring the line as far as set design goes. Yes, yeah. yeah. Mm. It does a pretty decent job of being like, okay, well, where does you know, where does the real structure end and where does the CGI begin? Um, and beyond that, the songs and the, sure. the acting, Disney, the acting especially is just so enjoyable. The guy who plays Gaston is fucking hilarious he's perfect. Yeah. Um, but can he eat a dozen eggs or whatever the <laughs> hell he's supposed to do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, he oh, ate a dozen e- 6 dozen eggs. Was 6 it? dozen eggs. When I was day. a lad, I ate 5 dozen oh, eggs or something like that every morning <laughs> yes. to help me be strong. Yeah. There's a there's a fan theory that he prevented a chicken apocalypse in France by eating all those eggs, but I'll <laughs> I'll look that up later. <laughs> but um <laughs> but but anyway, and that's why everyone loves him so much because he saved France. Yeah. But uh, but um, uh, it kind of goes back to what I was saying before about like how how sometimes you just need kind of a simple catharsis.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's
2: a visual spectacle, and yes, it's CG, and yes, it's fakie looking. Yeah. I I challenge you to do something like Beauty and the Beast. You know. And not. And, yeah. You... And and not have it have some some effects. Well think know? about
1: something like yes. Three Hundred, which is a movie that you couldn't tell without CG. Like you couldn't you could yeah. you could tell that story without CG, but it wouldn't be
2: as interesting and it wouldn't have done as well as it did. It, mm-hmm. it also gets a pass because it's being told by by Second someone hand. who's trying to rally. Yeah, it's yeah, being told exactly. secondhand. He's right. trying to rally the mm-hmm. troops and right. embellishing the story. You know? uh, really, and the only reason any woman went to see that is because of Gerard Butler's abs. <laughs> I'm quoting my girlfriend here: <laughs> that's Gerard right. Butler's
1: two hours of Gerard Butler's abs, <laughs> and
2: I'm with her. But that's Man, why like, it looks good in that movie. That's oh. but that's why all the incongruities, like you know, Xerxes is nine feet, feet tall, tall, right? And, like, you know, war air, elephants and yeah yeah, war elephants and like, you know, dudes with swords for arms. You the know? same
0: argument has been made about the Hobbit. Yeah. And, oh, because and, it's Bilbo Bilbo's Bilbo's retelling. The story. It's there and back again. It's yeah. his story. And so actually That's true. some That's people have true. used that as a little bit of a I can sleep at night mechanism to like why some of the telling of the the Hobbit, the elements of the Hobbit are so different from the Lord, Lord of the Rings is. movies, which were very, very grounded. Yeah. I mean, for a fantasy world. Yeah, all least, fantasy at least things grounded.
2: like the physics make sense. And for a thing. fantasy world that knew how to use CG well. <laughs> sure, yeah. Um, this, was, this was one of the things that, that me, along with millions of others, were super stoked about, about uh, The Force Awakens, was the fact that there was so much like real world shots yeah. so many oh no composite God. i mean it was it was it was it, like... when they only used composite when they absolutely had to right exactly yeah. i will say about
0: that movie aside from the fact that i absolutely loved it there's a particular scene that does all the work for me in establishing that the that star wars is back and it's that lightsaber fight between Kylo yeah. and Ren, out in the middle of the woods. Ky- Kylo, Kylo
1: and, Kylo oh, oh, Ren, and, uh, and
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, Ren. Kylo, Ren and yeah, Kylo, and Rey. Yeah, really. Yeah, because they swing the lightsabers like two people would swing, like normal people would swing yes. lightsabers. It's
0: not ballet. They're not, right. It's not They're ballet. They're not jumping and flipping in the air. No. it's it's a brutal,
2: very very physical, very close fight. Yeah. The, the lightsaber fight is is a display of raw emotion. Right. It's yeah. when the it's when the characters can let. That come out. And again, I'm gonna quote Plinkett here. It's
1: it's not about moments like this with people flipping around, it's about moments like this.
2: Yeah, very
0: close. Obi Wan
1: surrendering
0: to Darth Vader. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's
1: it's and I would encourage anybody to watch the Empire the duel from The Empire Strikes Back, Darth Vader and Luke. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's it's when you take it together, you can watch the whole thing. It, they're in parts in the movie, but you can watch it together. Yeah, I'm sure there's together. YouTube, yeah. It's yeah, all it's got together, I'm sure. but but there's you watch it go from this moment of, of this kid who's going up against this guy who he's just outclassed, yeah. right? Yeah, the, and the they're, whole they're out, at the beginning of the fight, Darth Vader's fighting him with one hand. He's, and yeah. he's literally just toying with him through the whole thing.
2: There's yeah. a there's a very obvious play between light and shadow yes. in, in those scenes, all yeah. of those um, scenes.
1: And then you see it go from like him him definitely being outclassed but holding his own and then managing to impress him to you and know then And then
2: just getting his ass kicked. And then just getting his kick. ass kicked. Like like yeah. like
1: uh, I'm thinking of that the the best shot of that movie for me is when Luke's Creeping around, and then Vader comes out of nowhere, and you know, yes. swings at him, and then he's immediately backing up. Yeah, and it's, for the it's whole scary because you don't hear his breath, and yeah. then as soon as he swings, it's like,
3: yeah. yeah,
1: and it's yeah, and he's backing up for the rest of that that shot. It, yeah, it's just him. Yeah, it,
2: Vader is just like swinging yeah. for the fences. He's hitting the rails right. and just
1: well. And there's one he hits, he catches Vader in the shoulder, and he, you know, you start.
2: they they're they're, yeah. they're not
1: they're not they're not fucking graceful this isn't choreographed. they're just swinging yeah. Yeah. you know what i mean and it's just it's it's a great display of fight choreography and emotion
0: it's, it's you know. it, it it tells you a lot about i think filmmakers have gotten the wrong ideas about why we like their work for a long mm-hmm. time
2: there there's got to be a purpose behind the things you do and if if the purpose is is pandering or if the purpose is making money People can see that in an instant. Immediately, yeah. right. And some people are okay with that, to be fair. Sure.
1: You know, like, someone like me is not okay with that. And I'm I, like, I, I can I can snuff out bullshit and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and right. you yeah. know... But yeah, I know we're getting late. I was wondering
0: what time we're.
1: This is uh, going to be, be a long topic. This is going to well, be a long um, topic.
2: We're at we're at uh, uh, two oh three.
1: Yeah, see, This is going to be a long. This is going to be a long topic. It's, yeah, it's just naturally. Yeah, we stuff.
0: can keep we can keep this bad boy. Yeah, that's that's I mean, want. why
1: not? I'm, I'm yeah, sure. I know. I know a lot of the guys that work with a like they have a love hate relationship with the long. They're like, ah, it's long, but I have all this time to kill, yeah. so yeah, you know, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, well,
0: allow us to kill your day. Yeah, that's please. the three dudes' promise. That's okay. right. Wanted to get something done. I, to, I don't think so.
1: I want to backtrack a little bit because you were talking about Disney, and I feel like yeah. I, I want to talk about the best thing I think that Disney ever did.
2: Pirates of the Caribbean. No, oh,
1: <laughs> as far what? as far as art as far as art goes, something that can stand ah. on, on its own as art. 100 mm-hmm. years from now and I, uh, it, it, the movie Up
2: I want to you know the, oh, the oh God. I thought you were going to say Fantasia no well, it, yeah, no, I know. No, grew up on Fantasia is Me too, I man. had that on incredible. VHS and I watched it all so those many old times. Snow
1: Whites uh, I mean like you know, Cinderella all the old right. Disney movies are incredible the classics
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah right. right. The, those the are
2: classics. true labors of love that's why you had to like painstakingly rotoscope every single goddamn frame of the same right. fucking girl well not they but
0: some very very poor
2: people sure
1: <laughs> but I want to talk about Up. And I, in particular, I want to talk about. There's a couple. If, if you've never seen. Anybody listening, if you've never seen the movie Up, I would recommend it. You can watch the first seven minutes of Up. And yep. it stands alone
0: as a, 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 a piece of art in itself. It's a short film as a preamble to a full movie. And I, and I, I it mean, does stand I've, I've alone. watched a lot of movies, yeah. and I'm a pretty
1: emotional guy. Mm-hmm. And I've never cried harder in a movie. I mean, there's so many. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I, I, can't I can't even be, like, a this is a, right I can't now. even
0: talk about it. Why the hell are we that? always getting misty on <laughs> <Yeah>, this goddamn <laughs> show? Where's the meat? <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to go. You brought
2: Slim Jims into this house. Oh, there's Slim Jims. Oh, yeah. Bring, oh, yeah. bring me a, bring oh, me a Slim Jim, please. We're no. some
1: goddamn meat and get
2: mad at this, no, this is this is what pisses me off when people say like computer animated movies are aren't not, as good as like no that's horseshit you you try designing a character who is a series of squares <laughs> and then get me to sure. feel for him right right as though he is he is my own flesh and right, blood right. you try fucking doing well that. and <laughs> you, I and I have no like let me be clear I, I said I, you know
1: I I, I I have a problem Some with compo- fucking meat for clay six <laughs> I have a problem with composite I
2: don't have a problem with um. You know, with animated features, there's a lot of great sure. animated features. Sure, and, but I, but I, there there is a distinction in in with a, animation enthusiasts, yeah. uh, between computer animation and traditional animation. And nah, the, that's that's bullshit. Yeah, absolutely.
1: But the up, I mean, I I think you could take the first seven minutes of that movie as a standalone art piece. Yeah, and it works. It does, and, and it's it's a movie. I've I've like I said, I'm gonna get teary eyed talking about this because it's just one of those movies <laughs> eat, that eat that meat i have to yeah (laughs) it's one of those movies that uh it's it's a movie that kids will understand yeah but the it's it's that that first piece is there for the adults you're you're you don't understand it until you're older yeah you you under you know what loss means and and if you've never seen the movie i would recommend it i i'm gonna you know i'll give you the basics and up is fantastic they tell basically it's it's these two kids meeting when they're young and you know, becoming it's it's two oh, don't kids. Don't tell them too much. I don't want to tell them too much. It's two kids becoming friends, and then after it's established that they're friends, it goes silent basically, and it's just visual and the music, yeah. and it's the whole story of their life. It's them. Yeah. Getting, it's them falling in love. It's them getting married. It's it's you know heartbreak. It's loss. Yeah, and then eventually it's 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 death. Mm-hmm. and then it's eventually just the character and then the movie takes off from there yeah. that that opening sequence you know if you've ever loved somebody in your life and then lost them yeah. you know no, whether or it's love r-
0: anybody enough to know that you're gonna hurt so bad when you do exactly it mm. just it, it just
1: hits you so hard I mean it's just such a a,
0: a beautiful piece of filmmaking
1: it's a it's so well. Communicated and it's all done visually. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then there's, it's not just even that first part. I'm thinking of, like, there's a scene in the movie when he, Mm
3: -hmm.
1: you know, everything's blowing up around him. He's by himself. He's alone. He, you know, there's the kid. He kicks the kid out of, you know, out of the house. Right. And he sits down in the chair and he starts flipping through the picture book. And I'm sorry. Yeah, I was dude, just kidding. No, no, shut,
0: no. shut the fuck up and eat that Slim Jim, you pussy. I have to. I have to. We <laughs> we gotta, we gotta this is seriously. What's happening I'm here? I'm turning the little babies. Well, it's, that,
1: it's that scene where he he's flipping through the picture book. I know, and, and it's their whole story of their life. Uh huh. I'm not going to spoil anything else, but it's just there's so many moments in that movie that just hit you. In the heart,
0: I know. Yeah, it's like I said. I can't. I watched it once. Yeah, you can't. You you can't talk about this without feeling. I know. I watched it. It's just
1: so well done. I watched it one time with my best
0: friend, and we cried. I mean, just cried. Yeah.
1: Eating chicken wings, we were trying to be. (laughs) We were trying to be like, oh, great Disney movie, let's watch it. We were bawling. We were sitting in my room bawling. Yeah. And then. I, Trisha had never seen it and I'm like oh I had I promised myself after the first time I'm like I have never watched this movie yet yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm like I you know, I don't years, work out for you buddy yeah right yeah <laughs> years later she never saw it I'm like oh we have to watch it you're gonna love it and I remember when I put it in I'm like oh wait a minute this is this is hor- horrendously sad. Yeah. And it was just like all over again. It's just it's the way yeah. that they do it is so
0: and it, it's it's just brilliant, you know, it's just brilliant. I will tell you I once attended an up-themed wedding. Did you? And it Aww. was so goddamn sweet. Yeah. <laughs> because of the context provided by the I mean, I think she walked the aisle to that theme the do 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 yeah. do do, mm-hmm. you know, the theme from the movie. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure she walked the aisle to that. And I was standing there going, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. "Ah man. Ah, jeez. I got something in my eye. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I mean, it's just, I, I don't encourage anybody. Just watch the first seven minutes of that movie and you get, you get everything you need to know is right yeah. there. Yeah.
0: As, as much as Disney is, uh, as much as they're good at basically everything, they're especially good at the, the visual language of like an animated story. Yeah. Yeah. I think they do even more than they do with live actors when they have, you know, like you know, like, like Toy Story, free reign, you know,
3: yeah.
0: <clears throat> something where they have absolute control over everything and sure. mm-hmm. can tell that story perfectly in the in the editing chamber right yeah. there and the, you know on, on the computer they I'm can the, tell it
1: perfectly. The ending of Toy Story three. Where he's going through the? Do you guys ever see Toy Story three? Nope,
0: don't think I did.
1: So I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil it for you because I think it deserves. It's one of, It's not really like a huge spoiler. Sure. Andy just grow up basically. Andy's growing up. He's going to college. And at the end of the movie, there's the, the <clears> little neighbor <throat> girl next door, and he brings his box of toys over to her. And he's going through. I'm sorry. This is like we're getting real serious in a Disney. Here. <laughs> So this is going to be a little weepy. I'm sorry, everybody listening. Oh, dude, I keep seeing your face. <laughs> Do <with> that thing. <laughs> with thing. Stop. Cover your yeah. face. He goes, he's going through all the toys to this girl, and he's he's like, you know, this is Rex. This is Mr. Potato. He's going through all, and it's particularly heavy if you grew up with Toy Story like we did. Yeah. You know, I was four when the first Toy yeah, Story came It's one came of the first
0: films so. I saw in the theaters, honestly.
1: First right. three films. Yeah, maybe. right, right. And it's particularly meaningful because now when that movie came out, everybody was college age, so we get it. And he gets to Woody and he's he stops and she goes to grab it out of his hand and he pulls it back. I'm sorry. That's oh, my God. God. I know, right? It's just like it's one of Disney's really good at communicating that kind of yeah. without saying anything. It's that you know what I mean. Yeah. But they can do that in an animated medium and make you feel something. It's really impressive.
0: The other thing if you stop and think about it that way, like you just said, the fact that as it was coming out you were you aged with Andy right. and they made it yeah. for you right. in that way. Right. And what a what a very sweet thing that was to do mm-hmm. to make a series of movies that aged with its audience. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's really it's really a special. It's, an, thing. it's really smart. Yeah. And, and and it only will probably have exactly the same effect. That it had for those for those you know those kids. No, um, I mean it'll always be a good series of movies, but the fact that it was part of your life when you were young and for aged with it, you for a while, yeah, that's really sweet. Oh, that's a spicy Slim Jim. Yeah, I'm sorry, Ooh,
2: I needed that meat <laughs> snack to like bring me back to manhood. <laughs> that, see, <No>. that? okay, <laughs> so that that I think is I, I think is what makes a good movie is when is when it sets out knowing exactly what it wants to do and what it wants to be and does it that does thing. Yeah. Vision. I think,
0: it's called vision.
2: Yeah. It's it's called that for a reason. It's not just an abstract concept that people throw out when I want to sound pretentious.
3: Yeah.
2: It really is when a when a movie becomes when a movie is produced and it is the thing that its creators have always wanted it to be. Yeah it really, really shows. That's what separates the good from the bad.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the bad from the ugly. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I do think that a lot of this boils down to, you know, creators have vision. Creators can see a thing from concept to reality. Yeah. And that gets diluted when too many hands come into the kitchen and start trying to, you know, well, we we gotta appease this demographic and we gotta... Well, you know, people won't really like this because we asked a group of, you know, chuckleheads from Philly. Sheboygan. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and they didn't like it. Uh, when, when, when you start to meddle with real, genuine artistic vision, yeah, you lose. You get farther from the idealized version of a thing, and not closer. Yeah. Almost exclusively. Yeah. Which is not to say that the suits haven't saved some shit. But, it does make you a hell of a lot of money. Yeah, right. I'll tell you that. Uh, well, I feel like we've we've kind of exhausted the, uh, the 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 film part. But before we take a break here, I have a little "Would You Rather" for yes. you guys. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, which I'm going to be doing I'm, every episode I host from here on out. I'm, right. I'm, I'm I am. I almost forgot about this. Yeah. <laughs> this one. This one just made me laugh writing it down. So, you're, "Would You Rather." Of these two options, would you rather... Yes. Well, there you go. We're done. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Would you rather be able to sleep with anyone that you wanted? Everyone is magnetized to you. They all want to be with you. But every time you have sex, Urkel watches. And he comments on it the whole time. (laughs) Right? Okay. Or you can materialize anything you want... Anything you imagine, any object, money, property, whatever, you can just materialize it in front of you. But every time you do, you get a knock on the door, and Louie Anderson walks into your house, and he lays an egg out of his asshole right into your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to keep the egg. You could, like, throw it away or whatever, but he's going to knock on your door. You have to let him in. I like that he has to knock every time. Oh, yeah. He knocks. He goes, and you go, oh, shit, who, it- oh, God, it's... It's me! <laughs> it's Louis Anderson walks into your house, lays an egg right in your so mouth. So I, I imagine, like, I have to, I'm just reserved at this point, I
1: have to lay down. You have to lay down. Watch him spread his ass cheeks. Yeah, and he gets, he lowers his pants,
0: <sighs> he hovers over you, and you watch it do that whoop thing of his asshole expanding, the and the egg, egg falls right in your mouth. I'm just going to say right now,
1: I'm going with uh, Louis Anderson and the egg. Yeah, me too. like, <laughs> yeah. really, What?
2: Yeah. Really? Well, because because I can materialize <laughs> anything. That, sh- that should be able to get me laid easily.
0: Right. That's a really good point. But the, the thing is, if you're on a date and she's like, Oh man, could you do this for me? You can do it, but then she has to watch Louie Anderson. No,
2: no, we could go in the bathroom, couldn't we? Right, I was just going to say. Uh, for the sake of I this example, it happens wherever you are. I'll just step into the men's room real quick, then I materialize <laughs> something, then Louie Anderson knocks on my stall door.
0: For the sake of this example, it happens wherever you are. You can't, like, oh, I'll just be right back. It's going to happen right where you are.
2: What if I do it in the bathroom where she won't go?
0: True. So, yeah, you can do that. So so she could be like, oh, can you, oh, I just need, like uh, like, a couple thousand bucks, and you go, sure, I'll be right back. You go in the bathroom, you pop, poof, and then Louis Anderson comes in. <laughs>
2: yeah. And he squats over you, he lays the egg Still in your mouth, Louis Anderson. Yeah, you spit it in the toilet, he leaves,
0: you show up with the whatever she needed.
2: And then she says, you won't believe this, Louis Anderson just walked through those doors. <laughs> oh, I believe it. <laughs> oh, I sure <laughs> see, do. See that
1: Maserati outside? I believe it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, so so go. you guys are going with Louie Anderson. Anderson.
1: I'm gonna, really, what? not
0: the, mag- the sexually magnetic as sort of... It Will the egg be covered
2: in his colonic remnants? Yeah, I was going to say it that. It won't be
0: covered in shit, but it'll be covered in remnants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I, I'm still going with It'll below be Louis slimy. Anderson. Be, oh, yeah. I'm still below <laughs> below. How big is the egg? <laughs> it's twice as big as a regular egg. It's, in my head, it's like this big around. It's yeah, like that just same. fits yeah. right into your fully open mouth. Like that, like a, like a, <laughs> like a pygmy ostrich. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there. Would so you like, like to ask any more questions about Urkel, by the <laughs> way? Because you haven't asked anything so about Urkel. Yeah, right, right, well, let's go with Urkel. Just... <laughs> will he be encouraging or will he be disparaging? No, he's going to be, whatever you're doing, he's going to offer an accurate reflection. Yeah. So, like, if you're doing real good, he's going to be like, yeah, yeah, that's I like that. But then if you, like, fuck up or whatever, or like. No. Sex like is oh, boom. Boom. did you do that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, by the way, good point. Every time you orgasm, Urkel will say, did you do that? <laughs> yeah, no. Sex is no good if I can't keep a boner. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. Oh, I should have mentioned. You have like a magical boner. It never goes away. Oh, okay. Unless you want it to. Still doesn't change it. I want Louis Anderson. <laughs> right. Yeah. Go with and Louis Anderson. I want Louis Anderson. And that giant,
2: <laughs> huge ostrich egg. Yeah, just right into my mouth. Whoa. It's.
0: I mentioned it's slimy, right? Yeah, if, if, if you've okay.
2: The problem is, if I have a boner that won't go away while I'm listening to Steve Urkel, I'm going to eventually develop a Steve Urkel fetish, exactly. and that's not going to be good for it's, anyone. It's true. You're going
0: to make best. a... That's the thing, is if he ever wasn't there, then you wouldn't ever be able to perform. Right, yeah. You'd form a connection.
2: Uh, fucking Urkel is a,
0: is a prime component. <laughs> he's
2: a I, a I, manifestation, can't I can't, like, can't like manifest like manifestation, achieve orgasm right. without yeah, Steve like, Urkel. It's like
1: Pavlov's 1990 sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Right. He's
1: the manifestation
0: of your erection. He's actually he's, he's you it's dependent on him. Yeah. Well, well, okay. I guess we've gone with uh guess we've gone with Louis Anderson shitting the egg. Easy nice. peasy. Not even a hard choice at all. We are going to take a break and we're going to come back with recommendations and what we learned. Yes, sir. <sighs> Stick around.
2: Like hockey, talkie. hockey, donkey. Dude, hand me some of them chips. Mmm. Oh my god,
0: man, we just got real hungry here. I know. I am really hungry. I think it started with the meat sticks, yeah. and now it's spiraling. Mmm. No, yeah, that sounds real good in the microphone. Oh man, I got like slim jim caught my teeth. Mm. <laughs> anyway, I'm just chewing on these Doritos. <laughs> yeah, you just chew a little louder, would you? If just a little bit louder, <laughs> would you bite?
1: You guys are home. You don't like food sounds?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nor finger sucking sounds.
1: Oh. oh, my God, guys! I'm so sorry if you don't like chewing. <laughs> oh.
0: And now, on our longest episode in a long time. Anyone who is still listening isn't. <laughs> ah. Oh God. All right. Damn. I am gonna want to eat something in a bit. You know. Um. Right. So, anyway, it is time for us to talk about recommendations. Yeah. Um, oh, my God, those are so good. I don't know if you guys have something lined up, but I might need a minute to think about this one, so I defer to you. Do you have a hard recommendation? I have two, actually, and I'm going to let mm. you pick which one you want to hear. Oh, boy, here we go. Back to the
1: album. Keep spinning. Do you want to hear
0: Yeah. a
1: post-hardcore album? The one that I didn't recommend last week in okay. favor of another post-hardcore album. Right. Or, going along with what we talked about uh, a couple episodes ago, do you want to hear a 1970s singer-songwriter album?
2: Hmm. Hmm. I'm down for the uh, the second one, the 70s singer-songwriter. I think so too. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, Ben, we're regularly on the same page about this. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just getting more Doritos. Yeah, just, yeah. It's <laughs> Can you put as many Doritos as you can fit in your mouth and then start talking? All right. So, yeah,
1: I want to talk about a live album. Okay. It was a live album that uh, I think me, like a lot of people, maybe my age and maybe a generation before, probably grew up with because of their dads. Okay. It was an album uh, by the artist Harry Chapin. Ah. Ah. ah, yes. So, I, I
2: feel like I may know the name of this album. Uh,
1: it's, a, it's, a, it's his live record. He did too. There was, um, uh, the second album was called Legends of the Lost and the Found, which is a really good live album. But the first one is called Greatest Stories Live. Oh, um, nice.
2: was the one I was thinking.
0: Um, which is, I think. Was yours uh, Just More Songs About Bananas? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the album I want Sure um, Harry Chapin, And lots more songs about bananas Yes uh, But yeah, it's it's Harry Chapin's live
1: record uh, My dad was a huge Harry Chapin fan Yeah um, sing, You know, great singer-songwriter music Of, of course, you, you might not know that name in this generation mm. But yeah. you, I'm sure you've heard the song Cats in the Cradle Everybody knows that. Everybody yep. knows that song because, yep. because everybody who's ever had a dad in their life identifies with that song in
0: some way
3: yeah
1: uh, I
0: think we talked about that way back on the music episode like a long time ago but yeah and for that matter I think we even talked about it a little bit during the uh, Bioshock Infinite playthrough on YouTube yeah I think we did yeah, yeah. I could pinpoint the moment yeah. of that song where my
1: heart breaks <laughs> do you know yeah. what I mean yeah yeah, uh, and it's yeah I mean uh, everybody knows that song but this is a really it's a double LP so I, I always recommend if you have a chance to listen to it on wax do so um but it, it's just him doing his concert, which is, you know, really personal. Yeah. Him sitting on a bar stool with his guitar and his really good band. Um, yeah. Telling stories, singing his songs, being funny with the band. Yeah. Um, a couple great songs, you know, it, and it's live performances of, of some of his great, you know, great stuff. Um, Cats in the Cradle, obviously, is on there. Uh, there's a great Harry Chapman song called Taxi. Um, hmm. or, uh, you know, if you've ever been in love with somebody and then had that love fade out it's kind of a song about that W-O-L-D that's a good one uh, my favorite song 30,000 Pounds of Bananas <laughs> uh, is just as good just as good as that name implies <laughs> did just, this song take place like, in Scranton? Scranton, it Pennsylvania does, That's yeah. what I thought. it was just after dark when the truck started down the hill that leads into Scranton, Pennsylvania carrying 30,000 Pounds of Bananas yeah. Which, I still don't know if that's a lot or not that many bananas. That's a lot of bananas. It Seems like it's it a be. That's a metric fuckload of bananas. And that's a true story. That song, like everybody thinks it's right. a cute, funny song. That's a true story. There's a, a right. truck driver who crashed into... If you've ever been to Scranton, it sits at the bottom of a hill. Like a soup bowl. Much like, like most like yeah, of, of Pennsylvania. Right, yeah, much like a lot of Pennsylvania. It sits at the bottom of the hill. And you could see the hill that the, the, the truck driver... It's a song about a truck driver who basically crashes a truckload of bananas into the the town square
3: um because he
1: you know forgot to shift his truck into a low gear going down the hill and he just you know smashes the you know the truck into the town Uh, and it's a true story the guy the guy died um and they think actually the reason that the truck crashed in such spectacular fashion is because at the end of his run at the bottom of the road he jackknifed the truck on purpose to because he was coming to the, a row of houses, yeah, and he was going to barrel through mm. several several rows of suburbs, and he jackknifed God. the truck in the town square to stop further loss of life. Makes sense, yeah. Which so he like basically just ended up killing himself instead of killing dozens of people. I didn't realize so, that dude died. Yeah, he died. He, he crashed yeah. the truck. He, they the say hill, so in the song. Yeah, the, the I, hill in Scranton is I like listen to the full song. Yeah, we'll have to listen. To I'll put it on when we're done. But <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh you know. It, the hill in Scranton comes straight down and uh he hit it, it, like 90 miles an hour he hits the bottom of this hill and uh, you know stop himself from barreling into people's homes and killing people he, yeah. like they think he just jackknifed the truck on purpose to you know which makes a song yeah. it's 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 a song that's kind of like a it's jaunty. It's, you know, it's really light. Yeah. Yeah. It's a country song. It's like a real, it's a light, airy kind of jaunty country song. And it picks up in tempo as, you know, the story goes on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it makes the song a whole lot more serious because the guy actually, you know, did that on purpose. But it's it's a great record, a really good live album, um, a, a good example of, of, we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago, why the singer-songwriter genre is so good because it's, yeah. it's just people telling you stories. And putting it to music.
0: In. Right. Yeah. Um, it doesn't feel uh, glossy yeah. and produced. Exactly. And exactly. Right. It's, it's, very it's all personal. very
1: genuine. And Harry Chapin, I think, you know, did a lot of stuff that is hit and miss. Yeah. Um, all the good stuff is on those two live albums that he did. Sure. Uh, and Dad was a huge Harry Chapin fan. I think he's one of those guys who's just, he sounds better in front of an audience, you know. Yeah. You know playing with his band, you know, live. So, that's uh, a good one. Check that out. When we go upstairs, I'll put on the full 30,000 pounds of
0: bananas from that album. Yeah. I know that you've played it before, but I feel like for some reason I just never fully Listen to the words. attention.
1: This is the words. It's a fun song to play, too. If you ever get the chance to learn how to play it on an <laughs> instrument, like on a guitar, it's, it's a lot of fun. So, yeah. Yeah. check that one out. I dig that. What
2: do you I, got? I've got two recommendations. Uh uh one of one of which is something we are all intimately familiar with but which i want to recommend regardless but uh to start with i want to recommend because i've been playing through it again star wars knights of the old yeah. republic mm-hmm. yeah. classic uh, one of my favorite games you can get it on steam it's a, it's an older game it's like it it was like you know first generation xbox yep. oh three uh, 2003 yeah so this game is 14 years old almost 15 um Sorry, I dropped my pen. <laughs> uh, and um, uh, it still holds up. It's, it's uh, you know, Bioware before Mass Effect, before Dragon Age. Um, it, it is it is their breakout hit. It is set in the Star Wars universe before Disney, uh, you know, said the extended universe lore doesn't matter anymore. Right. Um, b- uh, but it, it, it revolves around, uh, uh, you gotta, you know, Darth Malak is in charge of the Sith fleet. This is like ten thousand years before the original trilogy, and uh, you gotta you gotta fight the Sith. You gotta stop the Sith. It's an RPG, uh, very heavily based on the classic D twenty system. So if you like if you like Dungeons and Dragons and like min maxing your builds and everything, yeah. you'll probably dig Knights of the Old Republic. Um, I started
0: this game and I didn't finish it.
2: Great characters, uh, great settings, just just really good everything. Uh, uh, about this game, some moral dilemmas that are that are not quite. It starts yeah, off with some easy ones, you know. There's some guys being robbed by thugs. Do you save them or do you? Offer to help the thugs in exchange for some money, which one's good and which one's evil. You know? <laughs> yeah.
3: But, you know, well, of course, obviously.
2: playing evil
0: is always actually one of the better joys of any Star Wars sure. game, right? I, I, I'm one of those sure. guys, I have to play
1: good first, and then Me I too. can go through and play Me evil. Too. I have to play good first. i I'm,
2: I'm In my yeah. current playthrough, uh, I just started, just decided to start playing it again just because I missed it. Um, I'm, I'm doing light side um, which has its own benefits you sure. know light side spells that that buff your party and and heal you and stuff like that they cost less if you're light side. Yeah. I um, believe the
1: light side ending is canon too. It is. Uh, uh, yeah. it
2: is. The the light side ending without spoiling anything light side is canon. That's sweet. Um because there is a pretty big fucking spoiler. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah there is. Yeah. <laughs> many oh. people are familiar with in in Kotor. No, can um, not yeah. It, yeah, it's, it it puts the whole context of the game into a whole different light. It's really fun. Yeah. Wow. Um, but uh, and what's worse is they dangle it in front of your face the, the whole time.
1: time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's certain
2: lines that allude to it. Sure. It's, it's uh, anyway. So um, <laughs> so yeah, it's on Steam. Get it. Um, if if you're like me and you you like uh, a little bit of um, you like fucking around with your games and the way they work flawless widescreen is the program you want uh star wars unfortunately does not support native 1920 by 1080 resolution Mm -hmm. um it's that old of a game so if you want to if you want to run it in that resolution without using a window uh you gotta get you gotta get a separate program for it but um i will say it's it's Maybe it's worth it. I don't know. It doesn't improve it too much. I oh. would. I, I would honestly. At you this could point, go either way. I would honestly at this point just rather run in a window compared to all the, all the trouble I went through to set it up That's to a run a 1080p. Yeah. But um. But, that uh, that and
0: playing it at its sort of like original
2: max is sort of. Yeah. I don't know, it's nice. It's yeah. the way the game looked. That's the thing. It doesn't even go as wide as my monitor. Yeah. It's letterboxed on the side <laughs> right. cuz widescreen wasn't supported. At yeah. There's something <clears throat> fun and authentic about that. Sure. Like a game the way it was originally designed. Sure. sure. Um, still a great game, still a well-written game with great voice acting. even um, you, know, you know, half the voice acting you're going to hear is alien mm-hmm. languages It's the same, you know, mm-hmm. voice samples that are Yeah, sure. It See, works. The average person can't speak Hut. I remember the so, game yeah. was
1: very beautiful too, yeah. for, for, its time, for its time. It was really, it was really, really
2: like uh, all the atmosphere, the ambient. You know, the first planet you go to is Terrace, which is you know, otherwise known as not Coruscant. <laughs> uh, the entire planet's a big city. You know, you got all these like flying cars and speeders going around, and it's it's really neat looking. Uh, you get to go to Tatooine, which of course is really fucking cool. You get to go to Kashyyyk, the Wookiee home world. Yeah. Wow. Um yeah, it's 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 a really cool game. It makes you earn your way to being a Jedi too. Yes. Like you gotta you gotta go through some shit before you're be like a Jedi. There's like ten
0: hours of gameplay before you're a Jedi. Yeah, you're,
2: mm. a, you're That's there. The thing I
0: liked about you know uh, Jedi Academy, it didn't take quite as long, but like it was an incremental process. Yeah, you had to work sure. on. Yeah, you, you start out. off very. In fact, in the original Dark Forces too,
2: you had nothing. Yeah, yeah. You start with a blaster. Yeah, you start off as a regular dude. Yeah what's what's really great about um uh, Nasty the little Republic also is yeah, you start off as a regular dude, but you know you discover, hey, you know uh, you might have a connection to the force, maybe we should take you for Jedi training, yeah, yeah. Um, and then you get to go
1: beat not master Yoda. <laughs> Right. <laughs> not uh, um, not
2: tentacle master not master ed Asner. Yeah. Um <laughs> but but it, it does, it, it takes you through and it, it really kind of uh uh gives you a good insight as to the the philosophy of the Jedi. You yeah. know, there is no emotion, there is peace, there is no chaos, there is harmony. There's like this whole five point yeah. creed of the Jedi that you gotta learn and as the one set. of your tests. For that matter, and the Sith, mm. yeah, you, you visit the Sith Academy at one point in the game mm-hmm. on the planet Coraban. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. but it's it's a really great game. I highly recommend it, even to this day. It's it's probably one of the best single player RPGs seconded yeah. I've ever played. Yeah. Um, my other recommendation is something that we all know and love very well: this podcast. Listen to yeah. this podcast. You're already doing it, so good job. Just keep you. on doing it. <laughs> um, it is. It is. It is uh, uh, something I've I've I recently read through again and and uh, reminded me how much I love it. One of my father's favorite poems, "The Love Song of J. Alfred Prufrock," by T. S. Eliot. Prufrock. Ah yes, which 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 perfectly captures the, square. the mind space of any man, who has ever felt, unloved, unappreciated, yep. rejected. You might say involuntarily celibate. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs>
3: In the square, women
1: come and go, <laughs> talking <laughs> of Megalindaner. <laughs>
2: It's a long read. It is a very long read. It's it's a bit of a long read for for a poem of its time. But do my
1: dad to eat a peach.
2: But yes. It, <laughs> but it is. But it is. Uh, it, it 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 flows in a way like like you wouldn't think uh, conventional <laughs> early modern poetry would flow. Yeah. You know, lots of rhymes within rhymes. Lots of lots of you know wordplay and and. Just you know, playing with with its own structure. It's a great poem. It's a, you know, it's all about a man who who feels he's past his prime. Yeah. Basically, sure. There's no there's no real plot to it. It's just you know, a man who who. It's a slice
1: of life. It's it's.
2: It really is. It's 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 the story of any man who has ever reached out for love and failed to grasp it, yeah. and then and felt inadequate because of it. It's. Uh, again, like I said, one of my dad's favorite poems. He would, whenever, whenever me and him and my brother would go somewhere, he would he would recite the first few lines. Let us go, then, you and I, when the evening is spread out against the sky like a patient etherized upon a table. And I never knew what that was from until I was much older and yeah. and found the poem on my own. Um, but it, it's it's uh, it's one of my favorite poems by consequence because it, it really hits a, a very. Really hits a very sensitive part of, of any man who just wants to be accepted, you know. Who, does, who you know, yeah. Who has ever who has ever you know felt love blossoming and not felt it return? Yeah, yeah. Uh, or I think or,
0: everybody has had that experience, or who, who, many people don't talk about it, but everyone. has. Yeah. Um, the uh,
2: the the part that strikes me the most is is the bit where um, where he's talking about. Um, uh, uh, being deferential, glad to be of use, you know. He, he like you know, just being content to be a side character in someone else's story. You know, he's no longer the hero of his own story. He's, he's you know, a supporting actor in someone else's story where they're the hero. And, and you know, he he, you know, yeah, gets to gets to be part of something at least. It's it's maybe. Maybe next to, to break break" by Tennyson, the saddest poem I know of. Mm. But it, it like it'll hit you and it'll make you f- it will make you feel feelings feelings. It'll make you feel like you're not alone in whatever you're going through. It's it's definitely a it's definitely a man thing. It's definitely something. Yeah, yeah there's it, a
0: very specific kind of like male
2: sadness. <laughs> yeah, That's there, a, is, there is, it yeah. is. It is. It is. you know it, it it talks about going bald, gaining weight. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, uh, wearing unfashionable clothes. You know, it. it, yeah. it hey, it talks oh, all of those things.
0: Just check my hairline, yeah, my the body, I and everything.
1: You see this? You see this fucking shit right here? It's horrible. Yeah. All of uh, it. I'm losing it all. But,
2: oh God. But it does. It does. It does speak to a very uh, uh, masculine breed of of of. Yeah. Despondence. Well, yeah, we and have it, our it, own
0: particular needs, struggles, shortcomings, and and yeah,
2: longing, sadness. Yeah, it is. It is. Like I said, I read it recently, which is why I, I bring it up now. It's it's one of the one of the greatest poems, probably ever ever, yeah. ever written. Yeah. I, in I think I opinion. think you could I think you can make that argument. Um, yeah. Ends on one of the saddest couple of lines, it, uh, in in the history of poetry, and it's. It, just just read it. It'll take you ten minutes. Read The Love Song of J. Alfred Prufrock by T.S. Eliot, Thomas Stearns Eliot. Nice. Even better, uh, there's recordings of him reading it. Yeah,
1: that's. That, I would say that's the first time I heard it is uh, your dad played it for me in poetry class.
2: Yeah. Actually, it was him reading... As Let man. us go then, you and I. Poof, rock. He fuck. Wa- he was an American who emigrated to the UK, and so there's a bit of a mixture yeah. of, of... There's kind of a transatlantic accent going on. Like a patient etherized upon a table. Uh, so you have just
0: you have just given me my recommendation. Because uh, I <laughs> had one that I was going to talk about. I'm totally going to talk about this other one instead. Okay. There is a Reddit user... <laughs> He is possibly my favorite. Good start. Uh, his name is Poem for Your Sprog.
2: Yes, I don't. Know. I know this. I know this person not personally, but I know of him. Yes, I've seen him. He's he's legendary on Reddit. He poem shows up, for Your Sprog. He shows up on threads all
0: over the place and just writes a poem, and then sometimes people will respond to him. And he'll respond in the form of another poem. Yeah, um, he's. <laughs> I'm, I'm. looking for him,
2: uh, in particular, because I just want to see if I could pull up a particular poem of his. Um, I was hoping for a second you would you would be talking about the guy who shows up in Ask Reddit threads, posts big long like you know multi paragraph stories that include some reference at some point of his dad beating him with jumper cables. That guy's amazing. It's always there. You never know when it's going to come up, but it always does. (laughs)
0: Uh, You know, unfortunately, the mobile layout for Reddit is sort of garbage. It's it's not very good. It's not very good. Um, Let's see if I can find something that people might relate to right now. Um, Let's see. Uh, he basically yeah, he just shows up places and writes a weird random poem and everybody loves him.
2: Probably my favorite gimmick account of because uh, real talk too. His poems are really good. yeah, yeah they're really great. <laughs> he, he's actually really, really good at this. Uh, I will
0: tell you my favorite my favorite one from uh, it's a recent one. It was from one day ago. It was on a thread about what's the best, scariest, or most interesting internet rabbit hole you have found. Ted's caving page, and uh, and what happened was they managed to Reddit continued to kill various websites with the traffic they generated yeah. from sending the Reddit there. hug of death. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so poem for your Sprague responded to the fact that they kept killing sites with this poem. <laughs> when little Timmy penned a word on sorrow and regret. His sad and lonely plea was heard across the internet. (laughs) He typed a teeny tiny note, a cry for help, a call. I only want a friend, he wrote, or just a hug, that's all. They saw and read and shared his thread with hope and peace and joy. We'll make him see he's loved, they said, and came to see the boy. And so arrived the jolly throng to hug the lad with pride. Alas, they hugged him far too long. And Timmy fucking died. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that, that wasn't the one I was thinking of, but it ends it ends the exact same way. He ends several of these with Timmy fucking died.
0: <laughs> and it's amazing every time. Um, I just, I, I cannot recommend enough going and just looking at the user page for Poem for Your Sprog. I feel like I have to recite a poem now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I read it off a of screen. I'm not, you know, yeah. I'm not giving, you know, I'm not, that's not a re- reflection on me, but uh, he does these everywhere. In fact, there was even one, I want to say there was a showdown between Poem for Your Sprague and the guy who writes refrigerator haikus, mm-hmm. the haikus that literally all end with, with the, the word r- refrigerator. refrigerator. Yeah. And, uh. They, they went back and forth for a while, and I believe Poem Free of Sprague included the word refrigerator into one of his poems. Um, that's a great word for a poem, refrigerator. <laughs> it's horrible. It's, you know, it's oh, like almost a, you know, very, very limited rhyme. Yeah. I feel like I have to
2: recite poetry.
0: Yeah. You uh, know, right, maybe that's a good recommendation in general. It's read just, poetry.
2: Oh, here, here, Read here more poetry. <laughs> here, here's uh, Here's the one I was thinking of. When little Timmy went to school and mastered one to nine... He thought the other kids were cool and every class divine. He painted shapes in red and blue and drew in curves and bends. And by the time the day was through, he'd made a hundred friends. I'm pals with Pete and Mike and Max, he told his paw with pride. But Timmy's folks were anti-vax and Timmy fucking died. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's dark! <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah.
0: No, he does a number of them that end with Timmy fucking died.
2: <laughs> it just works really well.
0: Uh, so, yeah, maybe. Read poetry. Yeah, read poetry. Right. Read poem for your But especially, maybe we should just say read poetry. It's the, again, to, to tie it back in, it's the winter. It's a con- contemplative time. You're going to be indoors a lot. Read. Just read, yeah. I got one. Well, let's uh, before
1: we go to this, I'm gonna do my best Brian Cranston impression. Your breast, Brian, My Cranston. breast. Well,
0: please, let me do. My, <laughs> I'm gonna do
1: my best Brian Cranston impression here, and I'll, I'll leave you with this before we go with what I, we learned. I bought dip into <laughs> 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 All right, this is the only poem I know by heart. I learned this and then i learned this for i know this one i, I, I learned this for say. phil brady's class and then like two days before i had to recite it for phil brady's class
0: yeah
1: the breaking bad episode where brian cranston recites it came out and i'm like oh yeah. good
0: now i look like a dick i know which one goes down too
1: <sighs> i met a traveler from an antique land who said two vast and trunkless legs of stone stand in the desert near them in the sand half sunk a shattered visage lies whose frown and wrinkled lip and sneer of cold command...
2: Fuck, I can't remember. Uh, uh, no! Whose frown and wrinkled lip and sneer of cold command...
0: It's gotta uh, rhyme with lies, right?
2: Uh, no. um, whose frown and wrinkled lip oh, and sneer True of cold matter. command... Uh, he was a who well, skull- well-read oh, his sculptor... Uh, oh, fuck. God, I guys, can't guys, listen. we are from the
0: generation that doesn't have memory. Just look uh, at a, it on the oh, thing. Oh, God, I used uh, to know this. Let the thing tell uh, you what the shattered
2: say. visage lies uh, whose frown and wrinkled lip and sneer of cold command uh, tells his... How, right, all right, here we go. ...his sculptor well those passions read... Yeah, I yeah. Let me
1: let me just let me just recite it from you. <laughs> I met a traveller from an antique
2: land who said
1: How y'all do it <laughs> Two vast and trunkless legs of stone stand in the desert.
2: And I said, Who are you and why are you talking to me about this? Near them Sorry.
1: on the sand, half sunk, a shattered visage lies, whose frown and wrinkled lip and sneer of cold command Tell that its sculptor well those passions read, which yet survive. Stamped on these lifeless Lifeless things things. (laughs) And on the pedestal These words appear My name is Ozymandias King of kings Look on my works ye mighty in despair Nothing besides remains Nothing beside remains Round the decay of that colossal wreck Boundless and bare The lone and level sands Stretch far away
2: you're gonna die and there's nothing you
1: can do about right. it. Right,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, yeah,
1: everything you do means nothing.
0: On this stone it said, two for one special on the Taco Bell. Oh, the nearby Taco Bell. <laughs> Tacos two for one today. Ooh. <laughs> All right, what do we learn?
2: <laughs> upon, look upon my roast, see mighty, and despair. <laughs> for I have the meats. Because I could not stop for death, because kindly stop for me. <laughs> The carriage held with just ourselves an immortality. Gentlemen, what did we learn? Immortality.
0: I wrote, um, thanks Jews. I wrote thanks Jews also. I, uh, I didn't. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. I didn't. (laughs) You anti (laughs) semite You you fucking Jew-hating fuck. Um, I wrote, uh, Jamie Cruz, because you said that, and I thought that was funny. Um, (laughs) Wait, what? Jamie Cruz. Oh, Jamie Cruz. Yeah. God damn it. I wrote Unibomber and Meat
2: Tank, but I forget yeah, what, what?
0: <laughs> Unibomber. I forget what it was about. The Meat Tank was about putting horses into a big tank.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You got to grind up some horses. I
0: meat.
1: Got gotta <laughs> grind that meat. Gotta grind that meat. I learned an ugly person
2: is ugly to the bone. Yeah. Mm. Stay out. Same uh, for bad people. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> bad people are ugly to the bone. Ugly yes, people might be good on these. Bad inside. people are bad to the bone, Ben. <laughs> uh, I learned stay out of the fucking woods
0: yeah it's not good I learned that everyone is Ian McKellen <laughs> I, yeah I read that too I read that Bruce Lee once kicked a man so hard he broke yes. the arm of the man
2: yes, I did. that's yeah. a true story Fuck <laughs> me. related I learned Bruce Lee is a force of nature yeah, right. Yeah. Not like a person, but like a, yeah, hurricane. a force of nature. I'm a force of nature.
0: I learned that uh, there was a chicken apocalypse that was averted by Gaston. Yep. Had no idea.
2: I gotta find this thing because it's it's amazing. Is, that, you got, is that all you got?
0: I, I learned that we are misty little babies. Misty, we are. Every misty time right. we talk about something with any kind of heart to it. <laughs> well, I guess
1: finally I learned that I'm fat. You're drunk fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. And, that, that's it. and that's it. And that's, that's it. The
0: three, that's the three dudes that's the three dudes uh, that's might be promise. the best thing we ever that's learned. That's the three that's dudes it.
2: promise. Yeah. yeah. Fat, drunk, and stupid. Fat, fat drunk, drunk, and stupid. drunk,
0: and stupid. And we will be back next week for more fat, more drunk, and more stupid. That's right. I'll be hosting. And promise. you'll be hosting. Yeah. I gotta pick a topic. Yes, you do. Holy fuck, man. Uh, you got a whole week to munch Doritos and think about it. I know. <laughs> but until next time. Mm. Three dudes
2: Rubbing their, rubbing our. Why are we rubbing our breasts? they can't see That's this. Cold. Doesn't
0: matter. Miss. Uh, 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 next time, we love you, bye